Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. I'm back, bitches. It's me, Chris, if you didn't know, uh, you know, because maybe you can't see my, my lovely face. And uh, hi, I'm joined today with uh, Jamie and Jonesy. What's up, fellas? What's good? <laughs> Best intro ever. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you for holding the fort last week. I, I really do appreciate it, but I'm back now. So, you know, no need to worry. No need to have uh, wet feet. Alex Jones. Oh, God. <laughs> it's nice today. It's, it's a good temperature. I don't need the wet feet. I've got socks on even. So yeah, I can good. wear a hoodie today. I'm happy. Yeah, it's a decent temperature. For those who don't know, who didn't watch uh, last week's episode, A, how dare you go and watch it. But B, it was uh, 31 degrees plus, and uh, Jonesy was Horrendous. really feeling the heat, and he put his uh, stanky feet in uh, a, a bucket of water to cool down. Yeah, it worked. It was a good plan. It, it, you um, know, when I heard it, I was like, you know what, this makes absolute sense. So, you know, fair although play. the bucket was a bit squeaky, and at one point Jonesy lets out what <laughs> sounded like a fart, and actually we got accused in the comments of someone farting, and it's just oh. Jonesy's squeaky feet. It could have been the mouse because there's a mouse who lives on the shed no. uh, rack over there. Yeah, as I'm sitting here, like the other day, we would after oh. the pod. To be fair, it was crawling around because I could hear it like scuttling. And I came in once and I'd left a packet of like a Watsits packet <laughs> on the floor down here, and it had shredded the packet. Oh, Jesus my Christ, I couldn't deal with that. The one time I had mice in my house, I had to leave the house the day I saw one, and I didn't come back till I had the exterminators with me, and we <laughs> fucking gassed them. We wow. killed them all. What? I used to have pet rats, so... Oh, no, you're a wrong wow. one. Kill they're, the, they're amazing pets. They're so much better than, like, a gerbil or a hamster. Well, hold on, listen. Is this is this a fucking rat cast or a games cast? Come on, boys. <laughs> we talk oh. about games, yeah. And we talk about them games. on YouTube, and we talk about them on uh, a podcasting platform of your choice. I'm talking Spotify, iTunes, uh, you know, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all of those fucking ding-dongs. There we go. All right, uh... But Ding guys, we've got a lot to talk about today, all right? Because uh, so, some shit's been going down, not, you know, like almost not directly related to gaming, but like gaming adjacent. Uh, so mm, we're going to yes. get into some uh, some bans on Twitch. We're going to get going on, uh, you know, the future of the Xbox and a couple of games that have been so poorly received that they've gone back to the drawing board. But before we get into all of that, I just want to let people know that we are, of course, a gaming podcast that is... Uh, supported and funded fully funded i shall add uh by our lovely patrons uh so if you would like to support this and help us keep doing what we're doing because we do a podcast every single week to the best of our ability uh you can go and head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show and sign up you can get discord access there's uh additional podcasts uh we've got something called uh, a uh, super show after dark uh, where we just kind of talk about, well, anything that takes our fancy, really. Could be games, could be, I think the last time we spoke about uh, life as YouTubers, really, and, and yeah. all of the kind of the, what it's like being in front of camera. Spoiler alert, this week we're just going to talk about killing rats. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> you, you never know. Um, and in fact, last week you guys uh, did a live, well, live, recorded a live watch-along of the uh, cyberpunk Night City Wire, which was very good. I watched it, so nice one. Oh. Cheers, pal. Uh, nice one. And of course, you know, we were coming to you because we are supported by a few of our patrons already. And I've got some names to read out. These are the people that bring us to you. And I'm talking about Brett Zerbrick, a.k.a. Shulkshock, Hacksaw Book Reed, Manuel Guerrero, Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, Peaswad, The Dude Abides, William Sherry, and of course the two big boys, Lonnie Thompson and Skylar fucking music. Hell yes, boys. So nice thank one. you, everyone, for making the dream come true. Keeping the dream alive. <laughs> 
And, talking uh, talking um, patrons, we yeah. played a bit of uh, Warzone with Scarlet Music yesterday. We did, we so, did. Um, the dude's did. very yeah, good at Warzone. Uh, what can I say? Um, yeah. But we can catch it. We'll we'll talk about them. The catch up, I guess. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to bring up a comment of the week, which is something that I like to do. You know, to kind of uh, give back to the community, as it were. And today we've got one from Crail999, who is actually on our Discord as a patron. So thank you. Uh, so last week I wasn't in, and Jamie, I think it was you who said, you know. Write a haiku to let Chris know how much, you, you know, you miss him from from mm. the, the mix, which yeah, always, yeah. always nice to hear. Uh, so he says, haiku, Chris missed this week's stream. Hope he is doing well still. Want to take his beard. Yeah. I that's think a good, that's good haiku. The only haiku we had come in. And I nearly <laughs> wrote one myself, but I had to remind myself of the rules. And I thought, these rules are fucking bullshit. Yeah. But there was there definitely a couple of more. I read a, I read a few more. I'm, I, 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 I could have sworn I was looking for some and I couldn't actually find any. But I might have been wrong. I might be blind. And if you did leave a haiku that I didn't see, yeah. I genuinely apologise. That's well, actually kind I, of dick. I like, I like this me. one. Not only because my name's in it. So, you know, thank, <laughs> thanks, Crow. Yeah. But what's cool about it is he says he wants to take my beard. Now, for those of you who don't know, back in the uh, ATG days, I was streaming some Dota. And... I think oh. I lost my first match, and then Crayo was like, "Oh, I bet you're going to lose this one." And I was like, "All right, put your put your money where your mouth is." And he's like, "All right, if you win this, I'll shave off my beard." I was like, "Yeah, cool. Oh. You, you said it. You said it." Uh, and I think I think the the inverse was possible as well. If I lost it, I would have shaved off my beard. Um, yeah. But I won, and uh, he shaved off his beard. And in fact, the the, uh, the profile picture on his Discord is him with a half shaved off beard, and the other <laughs> oh, half still good. on, which is a great it's fucking a- picture. Maybe. One of the all-time greats. So, cool yeah, thanks for the thanks for the comment, Crail. Uh, if you'd like to have your comment of the week uh, read out, then leave some interesting stuff on our YouTube video. Mm. All right, guys. Well, it, it's been a while since I've properly caught up with you, at least on podcasting terms. Uh, so what have you been up to? Jamie, you finished uh, The Last of Us. That was what you mentioned I last did. week. But anything yeah. since then? Yeah, because I was it's finishing the last of us two, you're left in a kind of a weird place in terms of where do you go next and what do you play next. Yeah. Because you feel like you need something wholly relaxing, I guess. Or just not nearly as stressful or intense. <laughs> but I didn't have that much on my to-do list that really fulfilled that criteria. So the first thing I actually went back into was the wonderful world of Mafia. Um oh, because yeah. yeah, so I think around uh mid mid-May, excuse me, uh, Mafia 2 Definitive Edition got released and Mafia 3 Definitive Edition, as they called it, got sort of re-released. Um, but they were both in a pretty poor place, if you guys remember. Mafia yeah. 3 had the infamous thing where they released a patch that accidentally rolled back the <laughs> Xbox One X and PS4 Pro upgrades somehow, so the game looked worse than it had looked for years. Um, yeah, but somehow and, I'm not surprised, but yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mafia 2 Definitive Edition was just a wholly shocking remaster of a game. A disastrous remaster that introduced (laughs) bugs that weren't in the original and ran worse than any other console on the PS4 Pro, which is what I decided to play it on. So lucky me. Um, While we were all deep in The Last of Us 2, they did release a patch for both games at the same time. And I'm happy to report that both games are significantly improved, but not perfect. Um, But that's uh, fine, right? Like... Yeah, as long as they're playable. I mean, it's a little bit annoying because Mafia Two is now playable, and uh, I finished Mafia Two in the in the last couple of days. Um, Mafia Two as a game is still a lot of fun. It's aged in the ways you'd expect it to age, but I think na- in its narrative hooks, some of the things it does that I can't say because they're kind of spoilers, are still kind of unique. Weirdly enough, like okay. not many other games in that genre do it, and that's exciting. That's cool. 
but it's also quite it's a still short buggy. Game. It's just, yeah, it took me like nine, ten hours because it's oh, not it's really, fun. yeah, it's not really open world. It's set in an open world, but you don't have to engage with that open world at all. Yeah, and but yeah, it's still buggy. It's still buggy in a way that you you can't call that game the definitive edition. Like you can't, like who <laughs> maybe, maybe it needs the bugs to be definitive. <laughs> like, maybe <laughs> yeah. it's part of the package. I had some really annoying bugs, but then and I basically I played a two or three hours of Mafia Three last night just to see where that was at and. That game still looks like mud to me. It looks like someone's <laughs> just smeared mud all over the screen every time oh. I play it, and it's really distressing because for anyone that doesn't know, Mafia 3 also has a potentially very interesting narrative hook where the conceit is that you're essentially watching a documentary about what the protagonist of the game did during the events of the game, and you're watching it after the fact. So it's made up of, like, there's, like, people being interviewed who you interact with in the main story, and they're being interviewed, like, 10, 15, 20 years later. And there's, like, weird 16 mil film excerpts from, like, court cases around what the main character in Mafia 3 does. Like, really cool idea, and then they, it completely falls flat when you get stuck into the game itself. So, <laughs> yeah, I, that's, yeah. it, I found that really disjointed, the way they tried to do that, because when you're playing the game, it doesn't feel like you're involved in that at all. And then yeah. it just weirdly jumps to people talking about stuff that happened. I'm like, how did they know? They weren't there. It's just kind of a weird <laughs> thing. But, well, yeah, one yeah. guy's like meant to be a researcher. He was a former, uh, former bureau guy who kind of knows a lot of the facts. Mm. But I, I get where James is coming from. I, mean, I think it's not helped by the fact that there's just... The story moments are too sparse in Mafia 3. It's a game designed around repetitive open world activities in a, in a, in a way that just doesn't suit it at all. So yeah. yeah, Mafia is still a bit weird. And that definitive edition of the original, Chris, I, I think you're the one who was kind of interested in it. That's oh yeah, out, Mafia 1, for sure. Yeah, that's coming out late August still, apparently, even though the gameplay debut was meant to have already happened during IGN's thing. And they yeah. cancelled it without a statement. Hmm. So make of that what you will. I hope that's not another case of a remaster going back to the drawing I mean, I mean, so far they're two for three, right? So three for three is not 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 a far off. Kind Fuck, of assumption. dude! Like, I really, I really potentially love that franchise. I hope they're not fucking it. Um, the other thing I'll give a quick shout out to is a game that I've played for about three hours now, inspired by the streams of our own friend Steph Murphy over on Twitch.tv forward slash Technoovo, and that's Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, nice. Um, I've, I've got that loaded on my on my PC. I just yeah. don't find the time to come. Dude, like, I think both those games, Blind Forest and Will of the Wisps, are just kind of... I know this is a corny word to use for a video game, but, like, majestic is the word that majestic. comes to mind. Majestic? Majestic those is the word that comes games. to mind. Like, oh dude, there's God. something about that art style and the way it flows and the way it feels that... Yeah. I don't know. Apparently this one, the recent one, Will of the Wisps, learns a lot of lessons from things like... What was that game called? You played it on the Switch, Chris. Hollow Knight. Oh, Hollow Knight, yeah, um, yeah. And I never played Hollow Knight, so I can't see that. But there's new stuff, like there's NPCs and vendors now. You're buying maps to reveal certain areas and things like that. straight out of Hollow Knight, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people were talking about how that was clearly an influence. And I, I really like it, so... Uh, I mean, Hollow, Hollow Knight's a good it. game, so it's a good game to be influenced yeah, by. Yeah, exactly, sure. right? Like, not a bad place to take your yeah. ideas from. Or I, ins- I, I, sorry, I wanna... inspiration. Yeah, I've got I've got both of them, both the Ori's uh, loaded on my machine thanks to Games Pass because that's a fucking hell yeah the, the best deal in gaming bar none. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I have yet to play them, which uh, you know I'll, I'll I'll get through to it. Like, like Blind Games Pass gives you too many games. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing with Game Pass; you're spoiled for choice all all year round. No, you I'll see, but you you got to you got to if you don't if you don't look at Games Pass and say 
Like, don't treat Games Pass like your Netflix, right? Where you're like, oh, what am I going to fucking watch? I don't know. Let's go through the menus of Netflix. If you have a, a game in mind and you're like, I wonder if it's on Game Pass, you look at it, it's there. You just do that and you don't go back and look at Games Pass. That's the best way to kind I, of do it. I did treat PlayStation Now a bit like Netflix and it was a real mistake. I ended <laughs> yeah. up, I started playing a whole bunch of awful shit that I was like, what's that? What's yeah. that? And I should never have done it. Yeah. I've got to admit, maybe I'm doing it wrong as well, though, because I've got like a sort of a, a rough to play list and. I keep looking at Game Pass and things like that and seeing what I could play. And now I've got random things like, I should go back and play Dishonored 2 because yeah. I never played it. But then it's also because I watched that Arcane documentary that oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Noclip did and I really want to play an Arcane game now. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, like Blind Forest is a five-hour game that holds yeah. up like fairly well. It doesn't have as many ideas as Will of the Wisps, but I played that back in sort of February, March time in a couple yeah. of days. And I'll tell you what, yeah. I'll probably take it as a, as a palate cleanser between... Uh, the Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, totally. Right. Well, you're running out of time, dude. Ghost of Tsushima's in what, like two <laughs> weeks? Long. Two weeks no! tomorrow. Two weeks tomorrow. Yeah, two weeks wow. by the time people are listening to this. Fucking hell. Here we go. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't need to play Ghost of Tsushima as soon as it comes out. Although, let's be honest, that probably. I guess will. so. I guess that's what we're waiting for from both of you, right? Is Last of Us two updates? That's what you've both got going on at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, exa- yeah, I, I'm twelve hours in. I think I'm a little bit further along than you, Chris. Not by yes. much, though. I don't believe. Yeah. So yeah, we're. Uh, about I think I'm about nine hours. Okay, um, give or take. Uh, Can't talk about any of it. Don't want to spoil any of it. But no, yeah. I'm still loving it. I still think it's a fantastic game so far. I haven't got to any of the points that apparently ruin everything about the game and deserve mean that it deserves to be cancelled and get a zero. Hey, out well, ten. Te- technically, so, you've gone through the the first biggest kind of thing, right? So. Oh, uh, yeah, which uh, I had no problem with whatsoever. So, right, yeah, we'll, we'll just see how the rest of it. I'm, <laughs> yeah. oh, I, man, I want to I'm talk- looking forward to the spoiler cast so much. Yeah, I want to talk about it so cast. badly, but I'm kind of holding my tongue a bit. Uh, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think it's it's good in a lot <laughs> it's of... Fine. No, it's fine. It's good in a lot of places, and it's, at least for me, a little bit average in some other places. But, yeah, you know, it, I'm, 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 it's still early days. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not going to pull a Uncharted and get to like the last two hours and then just put the game down and say, fuck this game. <laughs> I mean, I might, but I, I don't think I will. I think I'll see it through. Um, if you're that far into like a game that's as long as Last of Us 2, I think you've got to stick it out. Yeah, the thing, the thing was with, when I was doing it with uh, Uncharted, it was like, this, this was last year. And it's kind of like, well, who cares if I fucking finish this game? Like, <laughs> it, it's not in any conversation or whatever. I already know, like, the end, like fuck it, who cares? Whatever. Yeah, uh, uh, totally. <laughs> you know, but yeah, The Last of Us is a bit different. Uh, from my perspective, just uh, played some more Dota. Uh, I've been really busy with stuff, actually, like non-gaming stuff. And it's been a bit annoying. That's life. Yeah, that uh, fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> it's been a bit annoying because I'm like, oh, I really want to play this, that, the other. And just, yeah, you know, you know, uh, to paraphrase uh, Jurassic Park, life gets in the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one, one good thing that's come out of, out of uh, Dota is I had my first hat trick in fucking since last year, like beginning mid of last year. So Like winning three games in a row? Yeah, dude. Wow, I didn't realize that was that rare. Uh, it's probably not. I've just been having a really problematic <laughs> run. The the right. problem is like with that game is it's it's a game that more so than any other it punishes you if you don't play often. If that oh. makes sense. And I, I know I come in here each week and I'm like, oh yeah, I play some Dota, but I don't actually play often. I'll play maybe like two games a week, and it's not really enough 
because there's there's this innate you you'll know it Jamie especially from kind of like playing some Warzone um there's this innate understanding of game flow mm-hmm. that just you you need to be a part of the game and play the game constantly to kind of have that flow kind of click with you in a way right yeah um, yeah you know in, in terms of like the timings and the what you should be doing this that, that, that. and obviously uh games like warzone and dota they're, they're constantly evolving uh so whenever a new patch comes out it kind of like it changes that flow and if you don't practice enough with that flow you just don't you, you struggle to get into it and then you're playing with other people that probably do have that flow and then it's it, it's a higher thing but i played this i got the hat trick on the day that the new patch dropped so i think that was like Level playing field in terms of do you know what the flow is? And we're all on the same page and f- fucking smashed it three games had, in a had, row. Had so. you watched your 24-hour-long video that <laughs> summarized the patch? Was that your preparation? Or had that not come out yet? What's that? What's that? Sorry? Had you watched the, your 24-hour-long video summarizing oh, the, the patch? Oh, the, the patch uh, rundown by Purge. No. Yeah, the he, Purge he patch. Did, he, he did do one. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I read all the patch notes, but I didn't watch it. Uh, this patch note... It was only a one and a half hour video, but I haven't haven't watched it yet. Fair um, enough. Maybe maybe don't. <laughs> maybe just sack it off yeah. if you've already read the notes. And like, you're already winning without it, so clearly winning. you don't need it. Yeah. Hashtag winning. Well, I'll let you know next week if I if I've continued the streak. But yeah. Yeah, you're about to go Chicago Bulls back to back hat tricks. Yeah, the three Pete. Um. Yeah. The the. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, anyway, other than that, Sorry, played yeah. played some Warzone with you guys. Uh, Jonesy, you 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 try to stream it last night. At the time Nightmare. of recording, didn't work out yeah. for some reason. No, I don't. I don't know what it was. Um, I have exactly the same setup I always use for streaming, and it wasn't. It just wasn't working. So I don't know if there's something to do with um, my local. Because I was wired as well. It wasn't even a wireless, um, and I've got a pretty decent internet connection. Yeah. Um, so I'm some, not quite sure. The, someone on the Discord said it's probably too too many porn viruses. So yeah. Pro- that could be the thing. That could yep. definitely be the thing. Um. But no, I have no idea. So I'll have to take a look at everything, run a couple of tests and see what's going on because um, I haven't had that issue before, which is, so maybe I've just been lucky, but no, last night I wasn't up to much. Hmm. Uh, do you know what it would turn out to be? It's like one of my kids put peanut butter in the end of the afternoon <laughs> or something. And yeah. that's why it doesn't work. That would be really tasty. Can yeah. I just say a, a shout out to uh, Innocent Juices, Bolt from the Blue. Look at that juicy Oh, blueness. is that what that is? I okay. did want to ask what the heck you were drinking. It looked disgusting. But I thought it, the colour looked fine, but it looked too thick almost uh, to well, be it, tasty. It's, it's not really that thick. It's like it's quite watery, but I know what you mean because it's got oh. this like cloudy element to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for those people listening on, on, on podcast platforms. It looks like now, greeny blue milk. Yeah, greeny blue. Almost like the, the milk that... Um, uh, Luke Skywalker squeezes out from the tits of that sea beast in. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah Don't the, drink it in the Last Jedi. Y- yeah, no, maybe you, don't drink it. Yeah, yeah. he's in the Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah the Last uh, Jedi. You, yeah. you did well to have any drink left because in a little uh, peek behind the curtain, a little bit of inside baseball. I've now been sat on my computer for about an hour and a half, regardless of how long the podcast you're listening to at the moment has actually been going <laughs> for. So my monster has well and truly been guzzled. And now I'm just sat here, and I'm. Do you know what? My my, I've got a thirst that needs to be quenched, but I can't get up from my seat because we're recording. If I could, if I could pass you some of my uh, Coke Zero from McDonald's, I would. I wish. I wish. I just want a McDonald's in general, to be honest. Yeah. I had a McDonald's when it first came back to delivery, but now I'm just not craving again. But I think just. I I haven't had any since it's come back, and and you know what the thing is like. Okay, McDonald's is it's fine. It's it's McDonald's. But it's one of those things of like, 
well, you can't have it, so you want it. <laughs> yeah, then yeah. you want it. Exactly. Do you if know what you can't I did? Have it, then you want it. Like four or five days ago, first one since lockdown, Nando's. Just oh, oh hadn't nice. had one for a while. I thought, yeah, sure, I'll get a Nando's take to deliver that here, and uh, it was good. It was still Nando's, much like McDonald's was still McDonald's. It <laughs> yeah. out. So hadn't changed that much. Maybe we should all, ha- all have more patience for that shit because it's just going to be the same shit waiting for us when we go back. Yeah, it's true. Maybe. Uh, um, I think. The, have you? Were you done with your gamey stuff, Chris? Were you, yeah, were, yeah. Were just there? the other thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, this is going to be of interest to you, Jonesy. Is I've started watching uh, Dark season three on Netflix. Oh, nice. Uh, just one episode in. Still confusing as fuck. I got to, I Me probably, too. I'm, I'm one episode in as well. Yeah, I probably have to go back and watch uh, some recaps from season one and two because, fuck, man, like, it shit happens. Like, oh yeah, that's that's Mads Nielsen. And you're like, who the fuck was Mads Nielsen again? Because <laughs> I, yeah. I watch it all in German, Jones. I, I hope you're watching in German as well with subtitles. I do watch in German with the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. I can't do the the dubbing's awful. Yeah. I can't do it. And to be fair, it's not dubbing a- in general, not their dubbing's awful. Yeah. Like, I hate dubbing. Yeah, it's just so strange. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I, I I got that on on the on the burner, and uh, yeah, hoping hoping for good things, fellas. I've heard um, heard that the ending of that does it justice to the series. So okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's what um, I got. Yeah, because it's supposed. This is the final part. Third season of Dark is supposed to be the conclusion to the story so far. Because the whole thing's been a continuous story, isn't it? But yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, we've just started it. We're one episode into the third season, and um, I don't know. At the moment, I'm still like, "What are you doing with this?" So, <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah. But so I, I played. I've played some more Last of Us. But the main thing I've done this week, gaming wise, is I. What I didn't. It was Father's Day in the UK a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't get anything. And my wife was like, "I didn't want to get anything because I wanted to get you something really cool." And she said I was she was going to get me a gaming chair. And so yesterday, Ooh. no, day before, she pre-ordered me the Cyberpunk 2077 oh. Secret Labs Titan. Gaming chair, dude. So that is scumbag. fucking cool. That is fucking so, cool. I think I've got to wait till September to get it. Um, obviously now that still gives me like a two a month until the game comes out. So should be cool. But um, yeah, man, I've 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 also followed them on Twitter. So now I keep getting just people sending because there's some people who ordered on the first batch who've already got the chairs. They got them like two days in and just been like, "This is the sickest chair ever." And I'm just like, "I've got to wait months." Are you gonna are you gonna put it in the room you're in now or? Uh, I probably will. This this old sofa will go, and I'll get a proper like desk where I can, you know, it's a bit taller, and get the gaming chair in here. Get it in the little studio. Nice. And then I'll be uh, I'll be laughing. Very nice. Jesus. Yeah. I was I was looking at uh, I was chatting to you guys on the on the Discord, but I'll, on the Discord on WhatsApp, but I'll, I'll say it now. I was looking at the uh, minimum recommended requirements for Cyberpunk. And, oh yeah. And they reckon an RTX twenty sixty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, looking at the specs of my my laptop, it can do everything except it's got a 1060, not a 2060. So, uh, like, like CPU, RAM, hard drive space, all of that shit, it's all sorted. But yeah, man, yeah. just uh, I think even the people who were playing the preview builds, right? They were playing it on 2080s, and they were playing it at 1080p. And yeah, I think, I think or yeah, 2080 Ti's, and they were playing it. At and, and the and the consensus was that the frame rate seemed fine. But then again, you're playing on a 2080 Ti at 1080p. You're not even necessarily wanting a fine frame rate. You're wanting a good frame rate. Yeah, but I, I don't know. But but they were streaming it right. All those people that it's true. Uh, well, no, yes. so not not everyone. Not everyone. Not everyone. Um, I want to say I watched Skillup's coverage, and he said that he played it at a physical location. 
Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting because so Chris, you know more about this the like PC stuff than I do. Um, So what I found interesting was some there was one outlet I can't remember even who it was who basically they said that because they were running I think it was DSS two point oh which is like um, it changes the actual resolution that you're getting but it's supposed to make it look like a higher resolution DLSS. D- yeah. CLS, sorry, but yeah. it gives you it. It maintains the frame rate whilst dipping the resolution, so that you don't get frame rate dip. But they were sort of saying that in some situations the resolution w- had gone right down. But they were kind of saying it was a bad thing and that the game was struggling with a 2080 Ti on 1080p. But then obviously I watched SkillUp's coverage and he was sort of saying like I had solid 60, 70, 80 frames a second at HD and it was. It was silky smooth. So there's a bit of, I don't know, I'm seeing a little bit of um, disagreement between the community. So I don't know what you guys think yeah. about that. I, I, think, I think it's it's possible that they might have just taked off DLSS, like ticked off that box. Might, uh, right. It might have made it a more stable thing for certain uh, elements. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm also wondering in terms of the minimum requirements if... Uh, because obviously they're, they're partnered, what well, seems to be they're partnered with uh, NVIDIA. And I wonder if it's just NVIDIA saying like, hey, we, we've got to push 20, uh, you know, RTXs. Yeah. Right. You know, push the um, ray tracing. So maybe a 1060 is fine. Um, in terms of like 2080 Ti, dude, th- this is a game that's coming to the Xbox One and the PS4 Pro. If a 2080 Ti is going to struggle with any aspect of that game, then they shouldn't release it on consoles. And that's... But well, if, yeah, if, you've, if you've got to turn all the settings off, if you've got to turn ray tracing off and loads of other stuff off, and you've got like a 1080, then that does seem ridiculous. Yeah, but here's the thing. What if the console version just looks like arse? <laughs> so that's how they get around it. It's absolutely Look, all I'm going to say, you mentioned that it seems like they're partnered with NVIDIA, Chris. Yes. Back in 2018, we were quite close with, well, we still are in some respects, quite close with some people at NVIDIA. And when we went to E3 that year... Uh, we got to see the the first ever behind closed doors Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven presentation, yeah. uh, th- and that was through Nvidia. So it's a relationship that appears to have its roots going some far, like a couple of years back. There he is, rem- Jonesy with the uh, exactly. RTX. I've just realised. I just I, this is not on purpose. I'm wearing my <laughs> there you go. freebie so RTX. That, this was the year that they announced the RTX, but it was before yes. it. It was a couple of months before it. Um, and we went to see that behind closed doors side mic demo, like we said. And I think the th- interesting thing about all those demos is they've always been run in real time by someone sat in the room playing the game, and that was still the case all the way back in 2018, two years ago. Uh, and we, rem- I remember us having a conversation about what the game was running on in that state, and the guys who worked for Nvidia alluding to like it's basically running on a fucking supercomputer that we, like, doesn't, like, we basically gave them something that doesn't even exist for commercial purposes to run that game. And obviously that was a two-year-old super unoptimized, probably not even optimized at all yeah. version of the game. Yeah. But for me, there's always been this feeling. I remember leaving that behind closed doors presentation and all of us agreeing, even the dudes who worked for NVIDIA themselves agreeing, we just saw a next generation game. Yeah. And now we know right. it's not. But what other what does that mean for what the game looks like and how it runs will remains to be seen. Yeah. It kind of it worries me a little bit for the idea because obviously when it releases, it's gonna be it's gonna release right at the same time as the PlayStation 5. And my intention was always get the PlayStation 5, play Cyberpunk on that. But obviously, if they have to nerf the the console version and you don't have the update um, that can run on the next gen, then am I gonna be playing 
a game on my PlayStation 5 that could look better on the PlayStation 5 but doesn't and looks like shit because I'm my plan is to get it on the PlayStation um, and it's not not to and get they it haven't on they, PC yet. You guys had discussed it in last week's one we briefly touched on it the week before as well. Uh the announcement saying that like oh yeah there'll be an update you know you buy the game on PS4 there'll be an update for PS5 or whatever mm-hmm. and was. Xbox Series X as well yeah yeah. yeah. But they, they, the wording didn't make it seem like it was going to be available at launch. Correct. I think they, the wording, they the wording made it seem year. like definitely not. They, yeah. It's definitely not available at launch. I think it was no ambiguity. Yeah. Basically said, Jamie even made the point during our um, Patreon exclusive video that they basically have a little blurb at the bottom of the video at the very end that said, also run, also will run great on the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, but they can't put it on as like a PlayStation 5, yeah. Xbox Series X game because it won't be available in those versions until later. Yeah, so, I don't know, it's kind of madness, man. I find that whole situation still mad, like... Another game in the form of Marvel's Avengers came out and was like, yeah, we're going to give you a patch for PS5 and Xbox Series X improvements. The thing that I, I still can't can, wrap can my I, head can around. Can I just say that I fucking yeah. called it like from the word go, didn't I? Yeah, but it, there's still the part that I can't, I'm confused about. And I'll be, throw out your opinion on this, which is that we do have a couple of games coming forward now and saying, yes, we will support the next-gen consoles with patches that are designed to implement new features or whatever it is that take advantage of that hardware. Sure. But even with Xbox having an initiative called Smart Delivery, which they're they're advertising, companies aren't forced to do this. It's still optional. And won't companies want to release versions of those games again with the the name of the next-gen console fucking on the box for the sake of argument? And if they do that, Will those get versions be fundamentally identical to the old version of the game with a patch? Yeah. Like, do we do we all agree that there will be on store on store shelves a game that's a Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven with a PS five banner on the top? Yeah. Do we agree that will happen yeah. at some point? Yeah. Is I that think so, yeah. is that going to be identical to the PlayStation four version with a patch? Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, I hope I so. so. But then, I, so. I can't like, see how it's not. I do, but then, but then, to in my mind, what they do in yeah, that but, instance but then, like, is, what can you do in a patch? Like, what what can you like? Well, you, I don't you, know. you know what it is, Jamie. It's this, right? It's coming from PC Master Race. I've got, I've got, I've got it clued up, right? It, it's, <laughs> it's. If you take it in PC terms like that, right? What you're effectively saying is, if I buy a game, let's say, a couple of years back, and on on the top of it, slapped on the top, it says, uh, made for GeForce 1070. Yes. Right? And then a, G, a GeForce RTX 2070 comes around. Yeah. It, it, and, and then the advertiser for that. It, it, totally. It's like, there's no difference. Totally. All it is is just a scaling of assets, right? But let me ask you. It's, it's LODs. That's, that's practically all it is. LODs, me... uh, load times, and... Uh, you know, your your frame rates and your resolutions, but it's all yeah. baked into the game anyway. But even ignoring the fact that a lot of internal hardware on consoles is usually custom and manufactured yeah. for that express purpose, what game runs as well as you'd want it to on an equivalent of an Xbox launch Xbox One and the equivalent of an Xbox Series X based on the jumps we know that they're making? Like, I just can't see it. it but, but this is what I'm talking about. It's, it's just about the scalability of it. 
I don't, is, it, but is it is it the scalability though only because for example like one of the things a lot of people talked about of cyberpunk is um the density of the crowd of the npcs and things and the, the city seems like it's kind of a living city uh, and then yeah, people dude, like, are even, like okay, maybe they turn off some of those people so yeah, rather don't, than don't get me wrong they'll, this many they'll people, probably half the, the crowd even potentially but it's more more stuff i would say like your anti-aliasing your ambient occlusions uh, the quality, like, yeah, those the are the because those stuff, are the yeah. things actually that are going to tank your VRAM. You know, just scale back on that. So what you're going to do is you still have a pretty game, but it's just going to be a bit jagged. Then why, and... then why does it take time? If the PC version is what it is, and it's all very well optimized and all looks so good, and in theory, what they're doing to get it run on a base Xbox One and PS4 yeah. is scaling it back, why is it going to take them some period of time? To make the PS5 and Xbox Series yeah, X version, I, that, that's, that's a good I, question. That I don't know. I think I think probably the answer is exactly what you said, and it was just optimization. Yeah, it's fascinating to, to get, either to way. get it as as optimized as possible, rather yeah. than say, here's a blank thing, or we've just ticked all those boxes, and it's more a case of saying. Well, let's tick the boxes, but let's fucking tweak it to this particular hardware that we've got. Yeah. I, do you know what? I, I think one of the, I actually was watching um, a, a really interesting talk where a guy was taking apart the PlayStation Five roadmap, and he was talking. He was a, he's a game developer, and he or ex game dev, and he was ta- talking about what everything meant that the PlayStation was saying in the development of the PS Five, um, and he was sort of talking about why it takes time to go from one version to another, and he said one of the problems is because it's not just like you've upgraded the system; you've actually changed the infrastructure, the architecture. Um, developers need to know how those games work and what the system's doing and so one of the problems you might find is sure they're patching a playstation 4 game but obviously one of the ways you can have um, backwards compatibility is you effectively emulate the old system on the current system so if they're making a patch which takes a game but says don't use the playstation 4 emulation use the playstation 5 but now they have to patch in the playstation 5 architecture into how that game runs on the playstation 5 it could be as simple jamie as we've scaled stuff around but it could be that the infrastructure and the way that the game the files are structured and the way that the game interprets stuff that could all be different um i think that he wanted i think he said that the time um what did he even call it maybe this is a completely separate thing but the time to triangle like it's the, how long it takes you to do one thing in the in um on a system um they've tried to get it down to like six months or something for the playstation 5 as opposed to three years or something with the playstation 4 <laughs> I'm sorry, or the PlayStation 3, maybe? I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But So I wonder if it's that. I wonder if that is this, the thing that's holding everything up. Because it's not just scale back the PC version and export a new version. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, that's I, what I, I love to think know. of it as. It's like, that's it's, me it's too. Like, that's it's like uh, us changing the sequence settings and exporting. <laughs> yeah. I'm, no, in my head, that's what it is. But, but it's probably because, like, maybe less so with the new gen, but more so with the older gen, where... There, there were quite very obvious bottlenecks, especially when compared to PCs of the time. Uh, where, so we, we all remember that Spider-Man demo where it's like, oh, he can only go so fast because we can't load in the buildings fast enough. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's probably more a case of the limitations of the previous stuff than the limitations yeah. of the newer stuff. It's probably saying like, hey, when we made this game, we made it because of this bottleneck and now that bottleneck yeah. doesn't exist. So we have to now try and figure out a way to get rid of the way that we worked out that that thing to but make the bottleneck work. You've just come up with with a fascinating example, Chris. Yeah. Which is that it let's say Spider-Man Miles Morales was a game that was go- it's not, it's a PS5 exclusive. But yeah. let's say for the sake of argument Sp- Spider-Man Miles Morales was a PS4 game that was going to get a PS5 patch. Yeah. You can't increase the swing speed in the PS5 patch. 
So by definition, that's a fundamental of the gameplay mechanics that still has to be defined by the worst piece of hardware the game runs on, no? You could you could change the swing speed in the PS5 patch, but you'd, no, but you'd, like, you'd, you'd be changing the fundamentally game. You'd be, different games. Ga- you'd be changing the game. If Mars Morales yeah, yeah, swings exactly. swing fi- twice as fast on PS5, it would take twice as lo- half as long to beat. <laughs> Could you get around the same? Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> so, like, is that maybe, maybe that's why the game is, is, is but half, is, half is that, as long? Now, obviously, that's not a reason. That's not a thing with Spider-Man Mars Morales. But is that an example? Of a, of a gameplay mechanic. I understand what you're saying about scalability of graphics and things yeah. like that, but a gameplay mechanic that has to still be catered to the lowest common denominator. Yeah, I mean, th- think about, let's say, if they remaster the latest God of War for PS5, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, there's no need for Kratos to duck under rocks. Exactly. But that's how the game is built. That's the the the, the maps are built around that. So the 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 computational bottleneck that they had was dictated hey in order to load all of this luscious fucking thing in the next area kratos has got to climb under this rock so that we can load all that shit and get rid of all the <laughs> shit that he's just leaving behind yeah. that doesn't exist anymore but it exists as a as a core function within the the game the same with final fantasy 7 remake where cloud is stopped from running around in certain areas or yeah. he's got to squeeze through little gaps like technically and, that stuff's and, not gonna... and i guess that's where it gets interesting for me it's like we have cyber the version that most of us will be playing a version of cyberpunk that most of us will be playing on the ps5 will be a patched ps4 game if you said to cyberpunk could you make fundamental changes to the game if you just took six months and made a ps5 version of the game that was a standalone thing that didn't adhere to the rules of the ps4 version would it be better or different in some regards i I, I think in terms of i'd want i'd want that i think in terms of (laughs) cyberpunk was safe right because i i seem to recall god if i remember where but i seem to recall the cd project red dude saying that cyberpunk was a pc first game yeah and and if you're making something as a pc first game then you're not working with those bottlenecks in the design of the game you're designing yeah. the game and then you're working with the bottlenecks. So in other words, you're not designing elements of the game to fit into those those bottleneck restrictions, right? Hopefully, yeah. But then it, it, there's a question of like, wh- well, what are they doing to kind of do that? Yeah. Um, because I think we could see quite clearly how that can fall apart if you look at a game like Skyrim on, was it the PS3? Yes, the PS3. Absolute trash that ran. That was a nightmare. A nightmare. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would I would wager that the best way to play CD Projekt Red, and not for any kind of bias, uh, uh, Cyberpunk, not for any kind of bias, would be PC for that reason. The, see, I, I think it's because it's a different type of game, though. Like, I can see that they could... like. So you're saying if they make it for PlayStation, or if it works on PlayStation 4, how can they have a game... How can you just patch that to be the same as a standalone PlayStation 5? But of this day and age, a patched PlayStation 4 game, there is no difference between that and a PlayStation 5-specific game because the patch could change fundamentals across the board for the whole game. Like, the, these days, it doesn't mean anything, right? You could effectively dump 99.9% of the data from the disc in the bin, in the patched version, we know we've seen 100 gig agreed, patches. Agreed. 120 gig, 200. You could have a stupid size patch, which effectively says, "Here's a completely new game." Unless it just happens to. Oh yeah, work. Dude, Warzone, Unless, every time Warzone changes a fucking tree, yeah. it's a 30 gig patch. Yes, it's a patch. We're, 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 we're in 100 agreement until it comes to fundamentals that the game had to be designed around. Yeah, and that goes. Then you go back to Spider Man, where you say 
The size of the city and the placement of mission objectives might have been things determined by the speed of the swinging. So you can't increase the speed of the swinging on the next generation of consoles because the fundamentals of the game yeah. around it cannot be changed. No, I, I, I think that's where that. what Chris okay. said. That's, so like, I think that's for where Chris's point. Like CD Projekt Red can come out and say, hey, in real world terms, the max speed of that DeLorean-like car is actually only 30 miles an hour because that's the rate at which we could load in the city on the hard drives of the PS4 and the Xbox One. We can't. We, on the PS5 and Xbox Series X, we could make that thing go 70 miles an hour in real world terms because that's how much faster we can load in the city with an SSD. But fundamentally, we can't have cars go twice as fast in one version as they do in another, because the game wasn't designed for that. Yeah, but there's a difference though, right? Because what you can do is you can have the game going, the, the car going the same speed, but what happens is you, you, when you're in the car, the faster you get, your, your LOD of the textures gets a lot lower, right? In order to make up for that difference. On the old gen versions, yeah, 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 they could. Be, be, because but what, if happened, but what I'm like saying, I what said, if they don't? I'm, 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 pretend, I'm, I'm creating a hypothetical scenario yeah. where they didn't do that. No, where I, they I, did think, I think on the old gen. I think it makes perfect sense. But I think there's, there's, there's two split aspects of it. It's is it, is it developed for PC first or is it developed for console first? And then that is where your answer lies. If it's developed for PC yeah. first, it doesn't matter because the gameplay is, is dictated by call it zero bottleneck. Whereas if yeah. you're on a console, you are have a very specific hardware constraint. Because remember, PCs come in all shapes, shapes and sizes, right? Much like yeah. penises, boobs, and vaginas. Indeed. <laughs> right? And then, um, you know, your, your PlayStations and your Xboxes, those are like dildos. They, they come in a mold. You know, they get injected into a mold, and then that's it. Right. right? <laughs> So if it's made for console, wow, then yeah, there's always going to be concessions. I, I had to get a little bit less serious. It's a great, on, it's a great analogy. It's a great analogy. I, I had to get a little bit less serious. But and, yeah, and it's, like, it's, it depends on what they're building it for. Yeah. If they're building it for PC first, then it's a lot easier. If they're building it for console first, then it becomes a lot, a lot trickier. And probably what you'll find is, what if they said, you know what? Let's take the Spider-Man PS4 engine and let's remaster it for, for PS5. And then they realized exactly what you're saying, that, well, they can't have that because it fundamentally changes it. So what yeah. is their solution? Well, let's just make a new story using that same modified engine that now runs in the PS5. And if it's Miles Morales, then, hey, guess what? Maybe he can swing faster than Peter Parker. You've literally just nailed the exact reason they've made Miles, they're making Miles <laughs> yeah. Morales. That is the whole reason they're making that standalone little thing was because they can't patch play Spider-Man. They need something which is PlayStation 5 specific in order to take advantage and show off what they can do. You've absolutely nailed why that exists. <laughs> I think it all just like stems from the fact that I, like, I watch Cyberpunk footage and I want that to be a true next-gen experience, like a mind-blowing thing. And the fact that there's a chance, I haven't made up my mind yet, but the fact there's a chance that the way I play Cyberpunk is an unpatched version of the game designed to run on consoles that are now seven years old kind of makes my head hurt. Yeah. So I might just uh, get it on PC, basically. Get it on PC. You can, you can play I might, the controller yeah. I, I on might, PC. This might Come be on. like the first major game where I just go, I'm not playing on a fucking PS4. Like, ah, do, no it, do, it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. That is so, so cool. But like, so cool. It, I just, if I yeah, watch yeah, that digital boundary video, it's like, yeah, the PS4 version is, I mean, it's a seven-year-old seven year hardware. But see, but then you get to the interesting point, because this is one thing that the uh, the PC master race um, <laughs> always sort of decide, like, don't want to talk about, is, as Chris said, PCs come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Like, um, um, I've I've said all the way along that I'm going to get it on console, and a lot of people have said to me, you're a moron, why? It's like, well, because I'm not going to go out and buy a 1080 Ti, a 2080 Ti, because, I, you know, I'm... 
I've going to already have bought a PlayStation 5 and I've got a 1070, so I'm not going to go out, spend another, like, what, two grand yeah. on a graphics card when the game costs 50 quid, when what I could do if I really wanted to is play it on PlayStation 5 for a bit and if I wanted to buy it on PC, I could also buy it on PC and I've still £1,900 up. <laughs> so, like, yeah. yeah. I, sorry, you know I, I mean? uh, sometimes in these conversations I forget that some of us already have 2080 TIs and... Uh, and some of us really don't. don't need to worry about this. Hey, t- yeah, me and like- my 1060 are going strong, all right? But what I might have to do for, for <laughs> Cyberpunk is uh, buy one of those uh, external uh, GPU enclosures. Oh, and right, then, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 buy a, just buy a fucking graphics card. So this is one question I always have is because you can say, like, PC is much better, blah, blah, blah. But the question I would have is if you run that game day one on a 1070, like I've got Anne on a PlayStation 5, I would love to see those side-by-side comparisons. Well, maybe that's a video runs. we should make, Alex Jones, just buy it twice I'd be well into it. Out. That I'd be sorry, I'd be into that, yeah, for sure. Because well, you never if, get that. Yeah, you always get the PC version. Like, yeah, okay, mate, I haven't got five grand to spend updating my PC. Yeah. Get out of here. Anyway. All right. Let's, let's look. Enough of this. Let's move on to the news that we actually jabber. want to talk about. All right. Let's, let's get on to the news. So uh, the biggest news in the past week, obviously, uh, starting from last week, Friday, which is uh, fresh, right? <laughs> uh, is Dr. Disrespect being banned from Twitch. Permaban, in <gasps> Permaban. fact. Uh, and this is some pretty, pretty big news because no one knows why he's been banned. Uh, a lot of theories floating around there. And I thought... Maybe, well, we all thought maybe it would be fun to kind of uh, go through all the theories and, and play a bit of Mythbusters and see <laughs> what's, what's kind of, uh, what's the viable answer here. Because basically what's happened is Dr. Disrespect has been banned. No one knows why he's been perma-banned for someone of his size to be perma-banned from Twitch. It's me, you know, it's got to be something pretty fucking big. As of recording, he says he doesn't know why he's banned as well. Yes, I and uh, I, I believe Twitch's only response was that Dr. Disrespect was perma-banned uh, because of a breach of terms of service. So not telling us, uh, not telling us anything, really. Uh, so yeah, uh, Jonesy, you, you went down the rabbit hole really hard <laughs> on this one. Yeah, Jonesy went full Detective Pikachu. Uh, so I, th- I, I used think- to, okay. I used to be a little bit of a conspiracy theorist back in my day. So this is this wasn't really? my fault. I really? love oh, this surprise me conspiracy. so much. Surprised to absolutely fucking no one. <laughs> Um, okay, so she run through some of the main, like, like we said, we're going to do a bit mythbusty. None of these theories, I think, are probably that likely, but maybe we should go through some of them and see, you know, the wacky ones through to the maybe slightly yeah. more plausible. I, I'd um, like to give them like a plausibility rating. That's a great idea, right? So I'm going to hit you with a theory, and then let's go pl- right. plausibility. Right, what, what's the scale um, or the ranking? Is it like a? It's, it's got to be out of what? Out of ten? Do you reckon out of ten? Yeah, out of ten is fine. Ten being. This is what happened. Definitely true. What, yeah, okay. Okay, so one of the first theories, I'm going to sort of combine these theories together because I can't bother to go through all of them together, but it's kind of the conspiracy theory bent, okay? So um, in his final stream, in the last eight minutes, um, a lot of people would have seen the last eight minutes because the video was sort of floating around on Twitter. Um, and basically... Um, Dr. Disrespect started talking about David Icke, who, if people don't know, is a very well-known um, British conspiracy theorist who goes on about some really wacky stuff. Yeah, he, we're he's talking the dude that thinks the like Queen the is a lizard, lizard, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that we're all vibrations and blah, blah, blah. He said he was Jesus on TV one time. Wow. This is a wacky dude, okay? <laughs> um, but he starts talking about David Icke and talking about his book um, and also a documentary that was out there on Netflix at the time, which I think subsequently been taken down. Um 
So the theory of around conspiracies in general, um, he Dr. Disrespect has also tweeted that he has information that could put Hillary Clinton in jail. I believe that was on the 26th of June he tweeted that. Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> he's... And so, like I said, I'm putting all these I'm putting all these under the title the conspiracy theory. Okay. Um, he's also a five sort of an anti five G proponent. Like he oh. says, five G might be doing dodgy things to us. Um, I believe he even said COVID nineteen has been um uh, is kind of a bit fake or has been talked about too much. So uh, anyway, so loads of these things are kind of wacky. He plays a character as well. Doctor Disrespect, right, is a character. Yes. Guy Beam is the real dude. Um, so we don't know how what how many of these well, tweets. So, and- so this is what I was going to say, like the. The, especially the Hillary Clinton tweet, that just sounds like a, a Dr. Disrespect character it, yeah, tweet. Yeah, it's part of the character. It sounds like that. And even the David Icke stuff on, on his oh, last yeah. show. So, okay, so this is the conspiracy theory. So the idea, guys, is that he was taken off Twitch because he keeps pushing conspiracy theories. He keeps talking about people like David Icke. And that's why they had to kill him, to silence him, because he, okay. was, he knew too much. So what do you think? Wow. Uh, bullshit. I'd say, <laughs> as, as a reason. So look, on, on that, so loads of people who are interested in this kind of thing probably would have watched, watched that uh, last eight minutes of Dr. Disrespect's last stream where he started talking about David Icke. He starts talking about David Icke and then apparently he gets a thing on his phone and he looks at it and his whole demeanor changes. Well, well the phone thing comes first. And I'll just say that because the phone thing happens before he talks about David Icke, which kind of blows this theory out of the water a little right, bit. But anyway, okay. sorry, go on. I just wait, to get the, the idea basically the being that like, he, saw, he talks about David Icke in that stream. Are you telling yeah. me that Twitch has people watching Dr. Disrespect to see if he does anything wrong or talks about... Like, no. If they're watching him because they're a fan of his, they're not watching him to police him. At least I would not imagine so, right? And also, he can talk about Hillary Clinton, 5G being dodgy, COVID, and that's all fine. But a second he mentions David Icke, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Like, there, there's no way in hell that that's going to be. And, and, and again, not, not a perma ban. Okay, so I, I'm going to, I'll tell you what, I'm going to plug it into my plausibility meter here. <laughs> Let's just, hold on. Beep, boop, 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 bullshit. <laughs> all right, I so said, what are we saying? Out of 10, yeah, what are you saying? I, 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 would say, I would say it's a zero. This one. Oh, Jamie, what do you reckon? This, is, this is a two from me. So I, I really agree that it's not particularly plausible. Yeah. I'm going to go ever so slightly higher and say, oh. if you take all of the all of that together and you say, do you know what? Um, given the fake news stuff out there, given COVID, given all of that, they put it. You put that all together and you say, people pushing fake news, um, like are now seen as dangerous. Then and that's why he was banned. I I give it a four, maybe. I right, let's go four. But very un- unlikely, I think. Okay, um, We'll rattle through this one quickly, but the second um, theory was that uh, we all know he cheated on his wife um, a couple of years ago at TwitchCon. Yeah. Uh, got found out. He released a statement as himself out of character and basically apologised for it. One of the theories was that that Twitch kind of revisited that and said, actually, we should have banned him at the time and they've now decided to ban him. Because zero. Zero, 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 zero. Zero on that one. I agree. Well. I think zero for that. Um, this is okay. This is a mad one. So stick with me. This oh, idea. God, so the next it's like one, a roller coaster here um, with the Detective Pikachu. This is a roller coaster. So this is that um, a big time female streamer wanted to sleep with the doc at a TwitchCon. Doc says no. This the streamer okay, keeps, because, because keeps he's plugging away. Lesson, Alex, you see, he, he's, he did it once before. He's not going to do it again. Exactly. So they thought, but they thought he would. 
right? So they keep plugging away. He keeps seeing, he keeps saying no. The streamer then decides rather than go the dock angle because the only re- let me get this straight. The only reason she was going to sleep with him was because she wanted to me to him and get a load of clout and load of money and a load Ooh. of notoriety. So anyway, so she doesn't get to sleep with the dock. She then sleeps her way up through Twitch. <laughs> gets to some really high-ranking dude and then basically gets that person to do whatever her bidding, how whatever she wants. And one of the things she wants them to do, because the doc wouldn't get with her and wouldn't go for it, is get rid of the doc. So what are we saying for wow. this one? Uh, <laughs> hmm. Go on, Jamie. But, um, I think that if you were to introduce the idea of a broader Me Too concept as a theory, I might we'll be more we'll open to it. But this specific thing, it's again, it's like a one. Like Ooh. it's just too. It's just for me. It's just too broad and too vague. Of like, I don't. It just sounds like. How's anyone going to get any information on that? Like, I don't know. Like, also, why would why would the streamer do it? Why would you yeah. work your way up through Twitch to get rid of just the doc? Unless you were so annoyed that he yeah, didn't. Like, sleep there, there are like, very what? few people that actively benefit. And me and Josie were having a discussion about this the other day. Very few people that actively benefit from Doctor Disrespect. <laughs> being deplatformed and ultimately probably in the long run just moving to another significant streaming platform where he'll make a shitload of money with yeah. no repercussions or public acknowledgement of what actually happened who is that a victory for yeah it's yeah, not sure. a victory for a victim it's not a victory for the twitch it's not like if no one ever finds out what dr disrespect does then no one's won so i, I most of these stories about people trying to make a point or make a stand or trying to get them, like no one's won, so it's very hard to look at things that way and saying like someone okay. tried to. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. so you've given a, you've given a zero, Jonesy. Uh, I, 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 I think I think I said one. I think I said one. Okay, one. I, I th- I'll go two. I'll say a two. It's very very unlikely. I'll say okay. two. Okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah, this this may shock you, boys. I'm gonna go for a five. Oh, the Jesus most likely so far. Christ. Wow. Okay. All right, because because here's my thinking on it. Okay. All of the stories that I've heard coming out of Me Too so far are so fucked up beyond anything that I could rationalize myself that this seems irrationally able to fit into something like this. <laughs> so if, if, if this, that makes is, sense, this theory right? is that he didn't do it. He didn't get Me Too'd, but he got, because he didn't get with the person, they forced him out. Like that to me is the weird angle. Yeah, look, I'm, 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 not, I'm not giving my five to the very specific of this, but oh, I am okay, giving right. my five to the fact of... There may be some Me Too elements. I guess that's what Jamie said is if it was a broader thing, he'd probably give it a higher thing. Well, but, I'm getting, uh, but, that's where we're going to go next. Yeah, hold so. on, hold on. But it, it, in, in terms of that, it, I'm giving it a five because I wouldn't be surprised if there was someone who wanted to do this or if there was someone who, who, who was part of the Me Too that maybe something did happen and then or, or or was a streamer sleeping with some twitch mods i don't know all of this has a, a hint of plausibility for me so that's I'm, I'm giving it that bang in the middle yeah it could be it couldn't be uh, on this very specific one yeah probably not but as a broader concept it, it's 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 a 50 50 for me um, okay, so then the next one is the, is the broader Me Too. So the next theory is, it basically is that a another streamer um, went to Twitch and said, uh, this happened at an event, or whatever, it's linked to Twitch. You know, it, it happened between Doc and um, this unknown other streamer. Um, but they don't want to come forward. They don't want to go public. They don't want to put it on Twitter, but they've gone direct to Twitch. Twitch um, have seen the receipts. They believe it. They think it's absolutely true. And 
as we've seen in the past with Twitch, they're not going to announce the reason for the ban. So they just said, you know, and to protect the identity of the streamer mm. that didn't want to release their identity. So it's effectively a Me Too banning without the actual hashtag tied to it. So it's, yeah. it's more of like a Doc did this, it's messed up, but I don't want to go public. And then Twitch have backed her up and said, okay, he's gone. Again, for what? me, it's a five because it, it, it's in the same silo, as it were, for me. Hmm. Jamie? I still have the same confusion around it which is that the me too movement for me is about sharing your voice it's about culpability and ultimately it's about like sharing your story so other people can take some kind of strength or confidence from your story and echo any stories that they've had in their life or share any stories of abuse or anything like that i don't see why someone who is the victim of something that would be a potential me too thing does it through this weird stealthy way. Like what person is the victim of sexual abuse or rape or harassment or whatever it was and says, rather than sharing my story and empowering other women to come forward, I'm just going to get this guy fired and no one's ever going to know why. It's not oh, a victory I can, I can, for the I victim. I can believe that. Yeah, but it doesn't always have to be a victory like the way that Me Too has been yeah, labeled but like, victories. Uh, a, but like if, you, if what person is sat there saying, oh, do you know what? Doc, Doc's gone from Twitch and has gone to YouTube gaming for tens of millions of dollars and I'm so much happier. Like who said? Like who? Ben- well, they don't it, benefit from it. Well, I'm, the ben- I'm the benefit gonna... is just getting them off the platform that maybe they're on. It's, it's like putting, yeah. no, but it's pulling a Catholic church move. It's like <laughs> just get them like saying moving a pedo priest from one church to another is going to. You're not doing anything. Yeah, but that shit happens regardless, right? I, I think I think if this is someone doing a weird stealth Me Too thing and the only repercussion they wanted was for Doc to be removed from Twitch with no explanation, then it's a weak ass Me Too. But it's not. A, but I suppose it's not a me too in that sense. It's not. It's, a, it's not. A, it's not a me too. It's, it's someone, not a me it's too. Someone who it's, de- a... it's someone who decided that the only repercussion for an act of abuse or whatever it was is is a dude not losing their job, but just transitioning their job from one place to another, possibly for more money. Like who does? I, who thinks that way? I, I, I get I, where you come in from, Chris. Like maybe it's yeah. someone on Twitch who doesn't want Doc there as well. But like I just don't see it. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I see. I completely disagree with you. I can, I think with this one is to me is the most plausible. I wow. give it still not that plausible because, like Jamie said, I think I would expect someone to. I, it seems like a very high profile move to make without anything high profile happening. It's very likely it would come out, I suppose. Yeah. So I'm going to give it like a maybe a six. But the okay. idea that somebody who was a Twitch streamer wanted to tell Twitch something had happened but didn't want to go public i can mm. completely see that Th- and i can completely this, this is where i, I can completely see it tied, i can completely <laughs> see as well like it happens that they do it because they don't want to go to a twitch event and see him there they don't want to yeah. do it they don't want to go to a thing and see him there so they te- they say their bit maybe they had no idea what the outcome would be they didn't even know it'd get banned this is this is where I'm, I'm not trying to like fucking cause a stir but this is where i get uncomfortable with the whole thing this is where all that happens is a guy who streams on twitch gets banned on a streaming platform for breaching terms of service and the and that's the only thing we know and now we're sitting here saying on a scale of 1 to 10 it's more likely that he raped someone <laughs> than it's not likely no like, no what no it's say based on rumors started say, by no, people I, that are starting these rumors you called it no, a 6 wait, out of 10 dude you're saying it's no, more no, likely you're than s- not. you said you said that he raped someone but we know that me too's all the way from okay he abused someone he emotionally me- abused someone he did something worthy of uh, being me too'd we're sitting, here, go, we're sitting here taking rumours from the people that are starting the there rumors. There is a and massive saying, yes, that seems more likely than unlikely in my It seems more likely opinion. than the, I know you spent the, I know you spent the last week, I know you spent the last week with your fucking magnifying glass out, Jensen. <laughs> but that's honestly where I start to feel super uncomfortable about this whole fucking thing. 
Do breaks think, terms of service. Think, that's the only thing we know. And now we're taking Keemstar rumours and saying, yeah, that's probably happening. <laughs> I didn't say it's probably happening. You I said, said six out of ten. Six out of ten on a scale where we established ten minutes ago that ten out of ten means it happens. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so it's more likely than unlikely. That's crazy. Uh, out that's out crazy. of the reasons, that's out of the crazy. reasons we've got, that's crazy. I, I, I think I think more likely than than. All right. Well, I think, I think it's more likely than the other ones we've had. That's I, crazy. I, I get, that's I get I, what Jamie's saying. Honestly, that's where I tag out. That's where I tag out. Like me too. Me too is real. Those victims are real. And now we're sitting here for people's entertainment, speculating over whether a dude who quote unquote broke terms of service should like got subtle. Like it's crazy to me. After what yeah. I don't, th- like, I don't think it is. I think I think we have to be have to be realistic about why something like this. But we're would not happen. being realistic. We're taking rumors. Who created these rumors, <laughs> oh, Jonesy? Four Chan, Keemstar, and the quartering. Is that fair to say? Uh, <laughs> yeah. or, or, no, or, no. Or, or, random, most, or, most or them, random Twitter and Reddit posts. Name one established mo- journalistic uh, most outlet. Of them, most of them are, are all from Four Chan. So what are, so what, so what are like, we doing? Purely from Four Chan. I don't know. The the Me Too one though isn't that's not created by anyone that was effectively like a, a what I suppose a Twitter even sort of even mobs even Twitter worse. mob because people six, people assume people assume it's a Me Too that's exactly what happened, six right? out, six out of ten sounds pretty yeah, I would say to six me, out of ten I think if you if you I think that the the issue was the let's say the unfortunate timing of this perma ban. Uh, being oh, kind of, right, kind yeah. of slap bang oh, in the middle sure. of the Me Too movement, sure. right? You got to take that into account. You got to take into account that the fact of the matter that the dude was unfaithful to his wife. Granted, yeah. he he may have completely reformed. Um, I I still think it's a possibility, but I, well, I yeah, that's the, no one asked I, me. But my, I agree, no one, I, no one, I agree with what you're saying, though, Jamie. That maybe no one it asked is, me my score uh, either, because I, I think this is an eight. <laughs> but hold on hold on because there, there are a couple of wrinkles that actually make this really make this very unlikely situation which is that um which i didn't give you at the beginning because Ooh. i thought it'd be interesting to find out what you thought without them um doc was removed from two ad campaigns that he was currently doing with um game fuel and the other one was oh God, uh, i can't remember who it was um another company that he was um yeah not advertising game one, yeah. For. um he was removed from both of those ad campaigns he was reinstated very in a very short time after and though to, in my mind that suggests that they've spoken they've taken him off as a reactionary thing thinking me too um they've then had conversations with him or with whoever else his representation whatever and uh, they are happy putting him back on yeah like which clear suggests the air that, kind of thing exactly and they've said we're really worried about this and it's effectively they've been reassured that it's not a me too or it's not anything like that or you know so they've they've sort of turned around and gone oh okay this is something a lot more complicated so with that in mind where would you change your scores because that changes my six down to probably about a four for that oh why didn't you just say that oh, five wow. minutes ago because it was more interesting to not to hold back <laughs> the information no because it wouldn't have been as it yeah, was interesting i only got triggered because jonesy uh whatever <laughs> well yeah why do you think i held that back until i just dropped that bit of info so go on does that change what you think it's i'm sticking to five i think i think i think i'm like a like a one i don't know okay See, for me, like that to me, companies are very, very scared of things like Me Too and all this sort of stuff. So to me, that is a massive push in the direction well, hold on. Don't, of they, don't you they've that, seen. Don't you think that that is more indicative that maybe it was a Me Too situation? Uh, not, not, like, not like a real Me Too situation, but more like a Me Too accusation, right? For me, no, because they keep the adverts down until it's all sorted out, if that's the case. But, but this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking... 
I'm thinking an accusation may have come out. Okay, obviously, when I say I'm thinking, I'm not actually thinking, but I'm trying to rationalize. This. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, a, a, a Me Too accusation comes out. He gets perma banned from Twitch. All of his sponsors kind of freak out. They drop him. All right. And then, like you say, his representation comes back and says, no, 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 no. Here is the proof that this accusation is completely unfounded. And then they reinstate. Oh, I see. It. So, therefore, uh, it, right. it seems that, oh, maybe that is the likely reasoning. Oh, okay. So in which case that was the reason he got banned, but actually he's proved. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah or his, yeah. his representation proved that wasn't. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a very fair point. But again, very fair point. hey, fucking speculation. We should, we should have this big graphic on screen saying fucking speculation. Oh, this is total. Yeah, this is 100%. Anyone out there, this is 100% speculation. This is not, none of these are likely. Anyway. Effective, I, all we know I, in terms of. I think we're going to move on to the next seg- segments, which I think are way more likely than anything else so far. This is, um, yeah, this is where I actually get interested in this story and as opposed to everything else <laughs> so that does my head in. These are much more likely. These are much more likely out of these kind of ones that we've got. Yeah. So one of them, um, well, let's ban them all together and say that the the other idea was that he, uh, although he had an exclusivity contract with Twitch, that the doc um, met possibly with Ninja and Shroud, who've obviously just been released from their exclusivity with Mixer because that has fallen apart. Um, and they've both said that they're not going to go to Facebook gaming, um, is that those guys together or or just doc on his own have gone off to start on a new streaming service i guess where they're going to get much better deals um they're going to be able to maybe carve it in their own image i've got no idea or, or make their own services is one of the other or make their own service the three main services that are in discussion and the funniest one has got to be brime which is a code <laughs> name at this time um brime effectively seemed to be a new streaming service started by a couple of dudes who were just a bit annoyed with twitch yeah i think and it was had literally right it was like two people i think it was two people um and they hadn't even got a website but they just started saying brime is coming so people saw this and it had about 500 followers on Twitter. Uh, Q, Keemstar and a couple of other people sharing it. They're now up to 90,000 followers on Twitter because people think this is the service that Doc has gone to. A, a bit of sleuthing and now confirmation from them in that they have nothing to do with Doc. Um, they've got effectively no big monetary backers. Yeah. They're not a part of a big company. They're just some guys who are trying to set up their own streaming well, I, service. I guess the reason that people thought it was was because this this account even though at the time it had 500 followers, it only it was only following 15 people. And the 15 people they were following were streamers. So it was like Dr. Disrespect, Shroud, and Ninja, as an example. So people kind of, you know... Try, the dumbest to... reason to think it was true. It followed them. They didn't follow it. Well, like, this is what? the thing that I, I keep on saying. Like, it's a streaming platform. Of course, a fucking streaming platform is going to be following the world's biggest streamers. Like, yep. it's, it's, a, it's a no fucking brainer. I, I yeah, find it mad. very funny. And and then, so they were called Brime, and then clearly everyone was like, what the fuck kind of a name is Brime? <laughs> and then they changed it. Oh, no, it's it's co- it's a code name. Code name Brime. <laughs> so so we know this isn't true, basically, but um, that was a fun one because, like, the, the how much they've increased in popularity since this all came out. Um, uh, then I'll put together the, the last two as well because yeah. they sort of go together in some respects. Um, there was an idea that Spotify and Google, this, they, but this was a 4chan kind of like yeah, th- this effectively... One, this, one, this one's weird, dude, because it's like 50% makes total sense and 50% makes absolutely zero sense. Right, yeah, for sure. So the idea was that Google and Spotify were working together to start a new streaming service um, kind of under Spotify, but not called Spotify. Um, and they had the money and everything and Doc and Ninja and Shroud were all going to go there um, and get amazingly big paydays um, 
and have a great great old time. Jamie <laughs> pointed out earlier in the week that why the hell would Google, who already have YouTube, um, sign yeah. up with Spotify in order to create a new streaming service? And I think the only reasoning rationale behind that I could find in all this argument was that it was because Spotify have got the music side of their business and they don't have a streaming service. And maybe Google were doing a weird thing where they were having like a side bet on the fact if they could launch a new service. Yeah, but Google, it's still weird. It's YouTube still weird. is a streaming service. Uh, but the idea, I guess, was that from what I could glean was that um, for whatever reason, where YouTube doesn't work, they wanted their own thing. Kind of if they controlled two parts of the market. It doesn't really make sense. It's a bit no, it doesn't one. make sense. Look, the, 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 like I said earlier, the, the 50% part that doesn't make sense is the Google aspect of it. The 50% part that does make sense is Spotify trying to do their own streaming service. Because Spotify sure. bought out the rights for um, Joe Rogan Experience, which traditionally yes. has been filmed right? Like it's, it's much like we do, I guess, where it's filmed on video and then there are, you know, there's audio versions of it. So if they're going to, if he's got exclusivity with Spotify now, does that mean that they're just not going to film anything? Which completely changes the product in a way. But then if they do film it, where does that filming live? Now, yes, on Spotify, you know, they, they show music videos during songs and whatever in a, in a really weird fucking aspect ratio in this other (laughs) but the question is like are they changing their product to accommodate the joe rogan experience or was the joe rogan experience the first uh the um, first step the first step into this so i i think this is i think the spotify angle is entirely plausible Um, google makes it less plausible google makes it 100 percent less plausible (laughs) (laughs) Uh, go on jamie what you think what do you reckon four a four. Chris? Wow. Yeah, four. Um, are we talking about the Spotify of the brand or are we just talking about a... The Spotify uh, and the, the Spotify Google angle. Or t- you can take it to just Spotify if you want. I will take, if I take it to just Spotify, I will say it's a six. If I take it to a, a uh, stream, like dumping his, his uh, Twitch contract and going to a rival streaming site, I would say I'd pump that probably up to a seven, maybe even an eight. Because well, I, I would hold hold that score because we have probably the most interesting one is the last one. Yeah. Okay. I, I, let me say on that one, I'm going to come down with Spotify, Google thing. I don't know why they'd be doing it together, but I'll, I'll go down the middle. I'll say about a five. All right. for, I, I will um, say if it's a Spotify that. and Google, it's a zero. <laughs> but enough. if it's just a Spotify thing, yeah, six. Okay. So the last one, which was an interesting one, is um, Trovo.live, which is a streaming service which already exists, which is owned, um, or owned, but it's operated by, it's tied to, in a big way, Tencent. Um, obviously, Tencent are an epic company with fuck you money, so they can <laughs> do whatever they want. But they've they've found it quite difficult to move into the streaming market into the West. Um but they've recently made some money moves in that area specifically. So the idea is here is effectively similar to the last two that we've talked about, but that Doc is one of the people who's been sort of um, lined up to move over to Trovo.live. What's interesting about this one as well um, is, and again, this doesn't necessarily mean anything, but if you go to Trovo.live, Dr. Disrespect has a profile. It obviously could have been started by anybody. Um, So does, um, I think Shroud has one. Or Shroud or Ninja, I can't remember which has. Right. They have one as well that um, that have been around for a little while. They haven't got any content on there. Again, this could have easily been somebody who just logged in and created those profiles. Uh, they they the could they could have created them themselves just as a as a placeholder, saying like, "This is my right. brand. I'm going to if I ever want to go into these platforms, boom, no one can take it." 
Right. And um, one of the things that makes this quite interesting is one so one guy um, that I, I do follow on YouTube um, is The Quartering, and he streams, and he was offered money by um from what he says he was offered money by trovo live to do exclusive streaming for them i I didn't say how much but he said he also knows of other streamers who've been offered contracts to go and do streaming there specifically or maybe not money but they've been offered preferential deals rates whatever um and he turned it down specifically because it was tied he's i think he said it was tied to 10 cent and it kind of didn't really want to get involved with that so didn't go for it but if they're making moves in that way it kind of to me makes it a lot more likely um So for me, on this one, I'm going to say this is like a seven. Ooh. Okay. Saucy. Jamie? Or can I sit on the fence and just say five? Sure, if you want, but you've got to to qualify it. Yeah. When we get into the whole kind of competitive streaming uh, platforms and dot-changing platforms or having an agreement with another platform that that's what broke the terms of service and things like that, it starts to become a little bit easier to believe for me. Yeah. Uh, both from like a sort of a moral area and also just for like a it's more plausible but at the same time i don't think it's likely which is why i kind of don't want to go above a 5 i don't want to put myself out there and say i think it's likely because my conclu- i know we haven't got to the end of the segment but my conclusion about the whole thing is that i think doc will stream somewhere else again and probably yeah. soon i don't think we'll ever find out what happened I think that's, right. that's what I was going to bring up at the end of the segment. Is so yeah, I don't mean to jump the, the, the gun on that. The most one, plausible but. thing is that we just never know. Yeah, and that's why I can't go, can't realistically go above a five on this. Yeah, it's possible, but I just think that, Doc, that by the end of summer, Doc's going to be streaming on YouTube Gaming, and he's never going to talk about Twitch again. <laughs> like, I think you're right. That's that's the most likely because he doesn't have to. Um, if it is for whatever reason it is, in a way, what it's not going to help him ever coming out of a reason is not going to help him. Yeah. Um, no. Because there's always going to be something he's done. He's violated the terms of service, whether or not it's something really silly and that Twitch got rid of him for Dude, or the, something the, really the, serious. The mystery behind it is doing nothing but good things for him, I would imagine, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Like, like, assuming, even, assuming even the people negative don't... side of the mysteries, because it's yeah. still people saying like, oh, but how can you say that? Nothing's been confirmed. Like, it, it only ever works in his favour. As soon as something con- more concrete comes up, then the, the, the fucking illusion is gone. Uh, the only, I, I, the only, I, the only way I pull away from that a little bit is, like you said, Chris, with the timing, um, and yeah. with all the the Me Too stuff that's going on in gaming specifically at the moment. Yeah, part of me wonders if, even if it's to say it's not that, you might find out that, like, maybe he'll go that far just to say, like, it's. I can't tell you why, but it's not that. I just don't think it benefits him to say anything. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I will. I do want to say one thing though, and it, whether it's a a Spotify thing or a Trovo Live thing, um, we're talking about big amounts of money being moved here and there for a lot of these streamers and exclusive contracts, right? Um, obviously, there were rumors of how big Ninja and Shroud's kind of contracts were, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I I could fully expect to see one of these places, especially let's say a company like Trovo that's that's got ten cent money behind it, saying. We'll give you this big payday, bigger than what Twitch paid you, and we will sort out whatever settlement you need to have with Twitch because of the break, breach in contract. I can right. entirely see that happening because that happens in big business all of the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not necessarily media and entertainment business, but uh, even, even sometimes in media and entertainment business. Uh, but I think the most likely end goal of the end situation of this is 
So this is my, my 10 out of 10 plausibility, right? For, for me personally. Well, let's say 9 out, nine out of 10 because we don't want to be mm-hmm. too definitive. But 9 out of 10, we will never know what the reason of the permaban was. And he will be on YouTube, YouTube Live. That's, that's you, you reckon YouTube Live? That's where I'm putting my money, yeah. You've got to remember that YouTube is the biggest video platform on... Okay, well, I don't know about any, any uh, Chinese-centric uh, platforms. I'm not talking about Trover Live, which is trying to come into the, the uh, Western market. But YouTube is the big. YouTube is the second biggest search engine to begin with. And YouTube is the biggest video platform on the internet. So, of course, he's going to go there. If you're not going on Twitch, which is the biggest streaming platform, if you're not on the biggest streaming platform, you go on to the biggest video platform. That's just how it goes. You sure it's not Facebook? That's no, it's definitely not Facebook. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, but like we said, these are most of these are wacky, crazy theories, and there is no evidence for anything at this point. Let me just point that out: there is <laughs> zero evidence to back up any of these. We're purely talking about um, this is one hundred percent speculation. As as of now, Doc has said he doesn't know why it is. We've only heard it's terms of service violations. So yeah, we have no idea. But what it's I can tell you is ten out of ten. Mm. Ten out of ten for definite. It will all come out at 5 p.m. today because that is what always happens on a Thursday when we record the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Is that the news gets comes now out just after we finish that recording. I can get behind that. Yeah, can, that, is, uh, that, that is I, the most plausible thing we've spoken I'm about. I'm going above day. a five for that. That gets a seven from me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let, let, let's move on from that lovely speculation of myth busting everything about uh, Dr. Disrespect and his perma ban. Oh my God. What a douchebag. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do want to say, though, that I do actually quite like Dr. Disrespect. I know he's got a lot of issues and problems, but I, I can respect someone who's created a character and taken it that far in the age of streaming. So, yeah, fair play. I agree with right. you, Chris, for what it's worth. Yeah. And I, and I also think, I was saying this to Jonesy the other night, I think, don't think personally, don't think he's as problematic as people make him out to be. His track oh, record yeah. is kind of fine in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it's when you when you look at the worst stuff he's done, um, and then you look at his reaction to it. I think that's that's the real thing that often you should look at is because it's very easy to look at the character and to say what a scumbag. But then, for example, the toilet incident, and like you said, Jamie, uh, I think before about the cheating thing. The second these things happened, he came out and did actually very good apologies and said, "This is what happened. This is what happened. I'm really sorry that it happened. Didn't mean to do X, Y, and Z." Um, Dude, well, yeah, this this is the thing. I I don't understand where what happened somewhere along the way where all of a sudden people expect people on the internet to be these paragons of virtue. But I think it's different again with a cat. Like you're right. But then at the same time, when you make a character, everyone is flawed. Every single human being is flawed in one way or another. Most of us, you know, some of us more flawed than others. Fine. But who would have thought that a person that spends his time streaming on the internet is going to be a paragon of virtue and 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 ethics like no of course not it's, but it's like you said it's, it's how when you look at the bigger picture of what have they done how have they reacted to it that that paints the truer picture of what a person is and yeah i think i think he's fine unless we find out something horrendous in an hour's time then please Remember, yeah, we recorded it, this exactly what's going to happen out. is on Thursdays, and it'd be like, Oh, he's done something, he, he killed a hundred people, and he's then the next killer. day, people watch our pockets. There's it, us saying, It'll be the second par- paragraph, like the first paragraph Dr. Disrespect has been jailed for the murder of 17 <laughs> people, and then second yeah. paragraph, a quote from Chris of the Super Show <laughs> Why do people <laughs> expect us all to be the paragons of virtue? Vir- <laughs> like, <order. laughs> 
Fuck, that's going to come back to me though. So well, well done. Well done, Chris. Okay, look, let's just move on, okay, before we dig ourselves deeper into that hole. Uh, the Xbox Series X July extravaganza, fellas. So obviously we've had the, the big uh, PS5 reveal. Jamie's very excited. He's yawning already. Oh, um, you know it. I put so much <laughs> so energy into that last segment. came out in June. Uh, and the Xbox event was always slated for July, but now we have a, a little bit more information for you. So July 21st to the 27th, an entire week of uh, showcases, uh, with the big kind of um, tentpole being July 23rd, rumored to be the first party showcase, uh, showing off the Xbox Series X, hopefully the console itself, uh, first party games, what they look like, hoping for some gameplay rather than just the generic trailers that we kind of been seeing, the uh, cinematic trailers, uh, there are rumored to be 60 game announcements in total. There's going to be demos for a lot of these games and not just demos in terms of like how we've come to know them in the modern day where a game releases and then there's a demo which is like, oh, this is the first level of this game. These are what are, are referred to as show floor demos. It's what you would actually find at your E3s or your Gamescoms where... Uh, it's maybe taken from an alpha or a beta build of these games. So they are, you know, a little bit rough around the edges, but they're there really to showcase what the game is about rather than the, the full polish on it. Um, and I think that's great. I think a lot more of that shit needs to happen. Although, fellas, they did do this on uh, the Steam Summer Festival, whatever it was, where they had a bunch of demos out. I think they had like over 200 demos available. Uh but they were timed demos and they were like on your computer for like two or three days and then gone. Yeah, but that kind of ties back into the show floor thing, right? Just keep them around. Keep them around for longer. It kind of ties back into the show floor thing, right? Like if they're trying to recreate the E3 experience where like, <laughs> no, you're playing something finite. Like this is where the game's at at the moment. Then we're taking that demo away because that's not where the game is at anymore. Like in, I yeah, guess in the old in the old days, like it, I like it a little bit more time because if they really want to want to emulate the E3 experience, what will happen is you click launch on the demo and then you have to wait five hours in a sweaty queue. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the that's the part that they missed out. <laughs> is that they need to get the queue involved, or, or even once they don't have the queue, it's like every time you launch the demo, someone just walks into whatever room you're in and stands over your shoulder watching you play for the entire time. <laughs> yeah, breathing minutes. down your then, neck. Re- then really awkwardly, you like yeah, really you awkwardly like ask you what you thought, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> It's great. It's brilliant. It's great. Best game I've ever played. Um, but yeah, I, look, I think it's cool that demos are coming back in kind of a big way. I think it, it just benefits everyone, really, hopefully. But anyway, uh, part of the uh, first party showcase, what's been rumored now, this is where it gets a little bit interesting, is Fable 4 and Perfect Dark. Uh, so they've been rumored to be shown at this uh, July 23rd event, but also they have had uh, Twitter accounts uh, registered in their names. Ah, right. So kind yeah. of fueling the speculation. Uh, for what it's worth, Microsoft has come out saying it's not indicative of anything, and that it's just a, a standard kind of procedure to, you know, lock up any potential uh, social media accounts for any potential games that they may be yeah. working on in the future. You know, but the fact that it's Fable and Perfect Dark, like both series that have been away for a little while, and both <laughs> renewed their Twitter names or whatever it was yeah in the same month which is the same month that they're allegedly going to be shown off and like you look at the handles it's like it's at fable like yeah you don't you don't just like oh we're just hanging on to at fable in case <laughs> we wouldn't i don't know what might happen like you're making a fucking fable game like just 
What are we talking it's about? Promise you go into the future, like people just start snatching up any of the titles for games. Like as soon as there's a hint of like, anything yeah. in the future possible, they'll just be like buying up every possible. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But I think the fact that these were, I don't even know what they were. Because when you look at them, they say joined June 2020. I don't know what that means. And they're both completely clear. Oh, like right. no, no tweeting history, no picture, no bio. I think that just means that they were created then and there. But like at Fable wasn't created last month. So like what happened, what, what, what might have happened is someone else might have had Ed Fable and then yeah. it might have been dormant <laughs> they got, and then yeah but that, 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 that's where know. it goes back to like that timing thing of like yeah I know you look after your IPs and you make sure you have those things ready but you don't do it in June before the the Xbox <laughs> yeah. Series yeah. showcase like it is well, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe you do the problem they've got nowadays is that of course if they go into Twitter and they get at Fable people are going to start kicking off like months before like it's coming out it's coming out so they have yeah. to wait long enough so that they can put it live and then you know give people a month or so to get all excited about yeah, it j- just hold on a second guys i'm just going to register at fable five <laughs> just gonna, <laughs> yeah, gonna exactly. play the long game um but yeah it, um, it's it's interesting to say the least i guess less so from the fable perspective because i guess we always knew that a fable game was kind of in the works but the perfect dark one for sure is is interesting yes uh, so, so um, okay and and obviously you know we're gonna we're gonna be seeing your halos, probably whatever's next from Gears, that's, I imagine. That's what I was actually going to ask. Is um, I've I came up with like kind of a rough list of like things we could and couldn't expect to see. I was wondering yeah. if you, should I like rattle through that? Hell yeah. Um, so things that are like I, I consider almost definite because they've been announced, um, or just super obvious. So Halo Infinite, like you said, Chris. Yeah. Um, which is also going to come out. Gameplay though, it's got to be. Game it's got. Oh, dude, it's got to be right. Hellblade: Senua's Saga. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's uh, coming out. Psychonauts 2, which is now uh, a first-party Microsoft title. First-party yes. Xbox title. Microsoft Flight Simulator, we know that that's going to come out at some point. Yeah. Uh, next-gen Forza will almost certainly come with yeah, the Xbox yeah. Series X. Wasteland 3 is still due to be published by uh, Microsoft. It hasn't come out yet. Uh, we believe that... Although, Play- although Wasteland 3 was shown off at their third-party... Yes. ...showcase. Yeah, like that, that last weird last thing. And, 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 so, the- and actually, so was... Um, uh, Psychonauts 2 there you go I guess they that's the weird middle ground for them I don't know um, yeah they're like second second well they they bought Double Fine so that's technically speaking first party but maybe they're creating some weird separation I don't know I don't know is that yeah. where you find out that you're not considered first party by Microsoft <laughs> is when you see your game shown yeah, at yeah. the third party event yeah. and that, I guess that's the other thing is the rumour is there will be big third party things here as well like like Sony had at theirs, but we obviously it's very hard to speculate about them. Yeah. Just remember, it won't be Elden Ring. Um. <laughs> I, I will say one thing, though. I mean, fucking hell, the, the cyberpunk reveal at uh, the yep. previous Xbox thing was a big fucking moment, and that was not first party, so... Yeah, oh, dude, 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, we think that Playground Games, makers of Forza Horizon, have created a second team to make the Fable game. The Perfect Dark reboot is rumoured to be coming out of The Initiative, who yeah. are making an unannounced AAA, quadruple A uh, game. Um, we could see something from Mojang, uh, possibly Minecraft related, but then who fucking knows nowadays could be yeah. anything. Everwild, which is Rare's new game that they announced uh, late last year at XO19. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, Compulsion Games, they were made, um, what was it called? Um, we Happy Few? Oh yes, oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they're probably due something. They have they are now owned by Microsoft outright. Tell me why, which was the new game from the developers of Life is Strange, 
Uh, that is going to be published by Xbox, so that could be there. Also, Battletoads, we haven't seen for a while. Crossfire X, which is the weird, massive Asian first-person oh, shooter. Oh, shit. You've just reminded me. Yeah. I've got access, there's a lot, there's, I've got, there's I've a got lot access, of shit here I I've got access to, to Crossfire X, actually. Yeah, there's a beta, right, or something, or an alpha. I've got, or... I've, I've got, I think I've got a review copy. Oh, shit. Isn't that I also need... the weird thing where, like, Remedy, Remedy are making a campaign for it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I don't well, know. You just reminded me. Well, there's something that hopefully next week I can come back and say, oh, I've played this. That'd be cool. Hopefully. Um, Ninja Theory announced a weird thing called Project Mara. Um, they it was it, it, they didn't really show much of it, but they had a trailer. Yeah. Obviously, Gears Five wasn't that long gone, but could be more Gears. Sit, 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 like likewise, there could be another State of Decay in the works at some point. Yeah. Obsidian, amongst other things, are rumored to be working on an unannounced AAA RPG, uh, like either an Outer Wilds sequel or something big and like uh, comparable. Age yeah. of Empires Four is still kind of MIA. Yeah. Um, Double Fine apparently have an unannounced IP that they're working on alongside Psychonauts 2. Um, yeah, those are the things I've kind of written down as things that you'd expect to see something from. Everything else is yeah. fucking who, who knows. Could be there, could be not, could not be there. Uh, uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah. A new <laughs> top spin game. Dude, I'm there. I'm in. <laughs> You've got me. You've got me. <laughs> Yeah, I, a, it's quite fun in a way that there's so many. They've got so many options to go with because I think it's going to be. They need to. They need to bring it. They need to do something really big with this yeah. because PlayStation One was very good. It was very high end, and obviously the fir- the third party stuff from Microsoft fell a bit flat. But yeah, I think it could be. I think they could blow PlayStation out of the water if they just get it right. Yeah, I, I think I think PlayStation's event was good, them, but I, I agree with you. In it, it's ripe for dunking on. As yeah. it's in a weird place because it's it's in a very good PlayStation in a very good position, but it's not like they did enough to sort of you know hold off anything. Like Xbox could do something crazy or could just have a really epic show, and then suddenly we're all talking Xbox. So yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the interesting things that they probably will be talking about or revealing is uh, the so-called uh, Xbox uh, Project Lockhart, which is almost their like uh, their cheaper version. So obviously they've got the Xbox Series X. And this is rumored to be called the Xbox Series S, you know, for suck it, PlayStation. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what's interesting, the rumors coming out of this Lockhart is that it's going to have the same CPU and the same SSD technology as in the Xbox Series X, but it will have a less powerful GPU, more in, more in line with, say, the Xbox One X, which is still a beast of a machine. But the idea here is that it's going to be significantly cheaper than the Xbox Series X. And there was even some speculation of the pricing of these things. So one of the spe- one of the rumors of the pricing was that Microsoft were okay to take a bit of a hit on the hardware side of things with regards to this next gen of Xbox. So they were saying expect maybe a four hundred dollar version for Xbox Series X. Uh, you know, so other people have been saying five hundred, but if they're trying to undercut PlayStation which we presume that they are going to go in at 500, then 400 makes sense. 400 uh, would be really surprising, I think. Yeah, but well, they, even more surprising is Lockhart is rumored to be coming out at uh, half that price, so $200. No, that's got to be bullshit. Well, so uh, also keep in mind... That's the that same Lock- price as a Switch Lite. Like, how? Well, yeah. Also keep in, keep in mind that Lockhart is uh, meant to be a, a digital-only version. Um I think it's I think it's intriguing and maybe not two hundred, but I could definitely see like 
a 250 299 price point for mm. that if if we're talk looking at Xbox Series X at 400 I mean Microsoft is is a big company dude like yeah they are what the third trillion dollar company in the world <sighs> bloody hell that would be nice wouldn't it <laughs> so there's it gets weird though right because if we're talking so let's say that it's 200 to me sounds ridiculous 250 even sounds ridiculous so if they start to get towards 300 then you're saying would you be willing to pay a hundred dollars like more to get um you know the actual xbox series x rather than this slimmed down digital version um blah 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 i just can't like for me it's got to be 300 and 500 well dude i, I, d- I don't yeah. know why but the, the thing is like but like you my- said maybe they Look, yeah, that's a hell of a hit. Looking at Microsoft's strategy, it's it's bizarre, but it benefits gamers in in the best way, right? Because they are like, hey, all of our games are going to be available on all of our platforms, regardless of if you've got an Xbox One X, an Xbox Series X, an Xbox Series S, or a yeah. PC. It doesn't matter. You're getting the. I I think that's right? the the fascinating thing is that like. Sony, when they talk about the PlayStation Five, it's clear that they see a generational leap as a really clear cut thing. You buy yeah. a PS5 to move onto the PS5, and you buy PS5 games to run on a PS5. They're really not all that concerned about the previous generation beyond the amount of backwards compatibility they have to do to appease the bare minimum of people. And when they were asked what their version of Microsoft's policy about everything coming out and everything was, they basically said, no, PS5 games <laughs> are for the PS5. That we're not going to release a PS4 version of Spider-Man Miles Morales because that's not what we're doing here. Whereas you said, Chris, Microsoft are the exact opposite, where they want every game to come out and everything. They want all of their things to be play anywhere. They want all their things to be Game Pass. And I think what they're doing is they really are sticking to their guns in terms of putting the ecosystem first. And what they want people to do is they want people to have their account where they handle all their social stuff. They want them to have their services like Game Pass or uh, Xbox Live Gold. They want them to have their perks and their benefits like backwards compatibility and play anywhere and so on and so forth. And they want you to have your library, which no matter what console you have under your TV at the moment, you're building a library for everything you have in the future. And so that when people who are in the Xbox ecosystem are ready to take the next step up, everything's available to them. You've got the lock cart, which says, hey, if you don't like 4K or you don't have a 4K TV, this still has the benefits of loading times or high frame rates. you got that. If you want the most powerful console in, in the world, SSDs aside, then hey, we're making that as well. If you want to stick with your Xbox One this Christmas, like a lot of people will do, and not immediately upgrade, but still want to buy games like Halo Infinite and like Cyberpunk 2077, you're going to be buying versions of those games that will look good and look like they're meant to look on a Series X, even if you don't upgrade for two or three years. If you buy a PS5 in two or three years' time, guess what? You need to go out and buy a shitload of PS5 games. Microsoft yeah. is saying you don't have to do that. And that's yeah. going to make sense for a lot of people. And, and this, this is where it gets really interesting, Jonesy, because this, this feeds right into your theory in a way. I think Sony are looking at this next generation as just that a next generation of something that's going to be plenty of generations whereas i think xbox is looking at it as saying this is the last generation and i, I think right. they're they're prepping for this kind of like it's it's gonna it's not 100 percent services just yet but we are building a future for 100 percent services we've got x cloud you can run it on whatever you want to run it and you just pay for the services it's it's games as a service in, in, the, in the most <laughs> overarching way possible. 
It's funny because we're like, I, I do you know what I think I have to just take take, take back everything I said because we're not because <laughs> well, no, you guys were talking. I was thinking if they if the model they're going for is re- smaller barrier to entry as humanly possible, yeah. um, then something like the Lockhart. If you say you spend two hundred dollars, you get this that sits under your TV, and then you have access to everything. And there's that the barrier to entry is two hundred dollars, and you can you can get XCloud. You've got like games, like say games service, Game Pass. You can just play whatever you want. Then suddenly it's like, why, why do they care about the cost of the actual unit that's under your TV? Realistically, because they're going to make so much money, like Netflix or whatever, on every month that they don't have to worry. Like they've they've washed their own face inside mm-hmm. of like a year, so. Yeah who cares kind of like the playstation 3 when they were making a loss on every unit they sold up until like a few years into it yeah, yeah no you've, you've won yeah. me over maybe maybe lockhart is the way to go and that's the thing that makes people go you, away from playstation yeah you, there, there is a there is a strange sorry jamie there's a strange yeah. inverse to that kind of strategy though right whereby because i have a laptop i know that i don't need to buy an xbox series x I don't yeah. need to buy a Lockhart. I don't need to buy an Xbox One X. I don't need to right. buy anything. I don't need to do an xCloud. I've got my PC and that'll work just fine. And even if the hardware on that fails, then yeah, I can go into the xCloud and just use my PC as a as a conduit. And what this kind of means is, guess what? When it comes time for me to buy a console, it's going to be a PlayStation. Yeah, because why would you go and buy a Xbox? Yeah, because if I got... want to play Halo, I've got the I'm fucking recording on the machine that's going to play Halo. I suppose this because it's Microsoft again, so I mean they're inextricably linked, like you said, to to PCs anyway. But I guess maybe it's for the people that don't have a laptop. If you're if you're an iPad person, you've got an iPhone, you oh, have a tablet, yeah, totally. you don't have a laptop, you don't have a PC, then I guess two hundred dollars is like yeah, mm. I'll do that. Are you going to spend five hundred and fifty quid or whatever on a playstation 5 like no i know why would i and it's it's and he could just be saving face for all we know but i think you go back and listen to phil spencer interviews from recent times and he'd argue that the xbox knew they'd lost the console race like fucking probably five or six years ago at this point and never strictly speaking tried to re-enter it and i think if you gave presented your situation chris uh, to him as a case study I think he would take you being a part of Game Pass to play Halo as more of a win than oh, you buying okay. a PlayStation 5 as a loss. Like yeah, he totally. wants the pro- and in just being in that ecosystem in knowing that you have a an Xbox account and you pay for Game Pass and you play and you're playing those games, he'd say you can buy whatever console you want baby, you're still <laughs> you're still in our family. Yeah, We've got exactly. you. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 on one hand he's like you know what? You didn't pay four hundred dollars or two hundred dollars for an Xbox Series S yeah. or X. He said, but you know what? You you did pay like one thousand five hundred dollars we, for your we've, laptop. We've so. all done it. Like imagine <laughs> it, imagine if the Xbox One had just had the same trajectory as the PlayStation Five. Neither of you in this past generation would have given Microsoft any money. But what has happened? You've both signed up for Game Pass in the last couple of years. We've played fucking Sea of Thieves multiplayer sessions. <laughs> you know, yeah. we have engaged with that ecosystem more than we would have if they'd stuck on the straight and narrow. And so totally. there's already some evidence for that sure. it's working. Yeah. That's it's, a great point. That's a very good point. Yeah, it's very funny. It's, it's almost like Nintendo dropped out of the console race long ago, and and people don't even take <laughs> them into. It's just like Nintendo's Nintendo, and then there's the console race, right? Yeah. But now, what people are slowly starting to maybe come around to is the fact that Xbox is out of the console race as well. And what you have now is you've got three companies making consoles, but they are in three completely different trajectories. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they're, this is the funny thing as well. Like you say, they're all massively independent. So we've all we all now have uh, Game Pass accounts. We all have Playstations. We all have Switches. So yeah. it was the smartest <laughs> thing they ever did was to stop fighting against and I, and each I, other and, and work got, together. And I've got an Xbox as well for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. All right. Well, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the Xbox Series X uh, live events that are going to be coming out uh, July 21st to July 27th, the big one being on 23rd. Uh, we'll be covering it, obviously. So, you know, be sure to hit that subscribe button and like our videos and, I don't know, follow us on Twitter or whatever the fuck you want to do. All right, moving on. Uh, so th- this is interesting. There are, there are two games with a, a similar kind of thing happening to them. All right. So we have Crucible, which is Amazon's free-to-play, I don't know, uh, arena-based shooter. Is that fair to, to yeah, label it t- as? Team shooter yeah, team-based shooter. Really, yeah. I don't really know. Uh, and then, of course, we've got a, a remastered game in the form of Crisis Remastered. Now, both are kind of going back to the drawing board <laughs> in one way or another for different reasons. So I'm going to start with, with Crisis, okay, because this, this is an interesting one. So Crisis Remastered has been delayed by, give or take, a few weeks. And I find that quite strange that it's just a few weeks. And this is the reason why. They were meant to have dropped a gameplay trailer uh as as you're watching this, you should have seen that gameplay trailer. If you haven't seen the leaked trailer, then you know you could go out and find it. But the trailer leaked, screenshots leaked, people saw it, and the general consensus was basically them looking at it and saying, "What the fuck is this? This looks like garbage." <laughs> like for, for the graphical fidelity of it, saying like it visually is not up to scratch. It is not what we would expect from a game that spawned the meme, "Yeah, but can it run Crisis?" Right. Exactly. Right. Um. So in response to that, fucking hell, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. They said that they delayed the game by a few weeks to polish it up. What a few, they, a few weeks to polish it up. What are they going to do in a few weeks? I mean, I guess unless they just... Technically, you'd have to imagine that the game is finished. But are they just going to take these weeks, make everyone fucking break their back that works at this company, work 24-hour shifts, uh, just up textures? I I just don't get it. Like, what what's what's a few weeks earn you? May I mean I'm I don't make games, so maybe it's entirely plausible. I don't know. They're gonna do what we said before. They're just gonna adjust the sliders to turn everything up, and then yeah. they're gonna like go, oh, we've done yeah. it now. It's we just need a few weeks to you know click yeah. on amb- ambient occlusion. So and it's yeah. it's gonna run at fifteen frames a second. They're just gonna say, hey, you asked for this. <laughs> 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 Yeah. What's what's mad about this is like it's that it's that strange thing of like the it, the trailer was supposed to be coming out the trailer the leak trailer comes out people see it and go oh what's that and then they go oh that that's not the real trailer uh, don't worry the real trailer is much better <laughs> and then it's like where's the real trailer we need a minute just just hold yeah. on because it's not quite ready yet so like, hey, oh right listen that is what it was gonna look like it's not like it can't work I mean it fucking worked for Sonic right Sonic the movie <laughs> yes but then again they fucking delayed it by like half a year so. Yeah, I mean, but I hey, Chris, it's... second highest grossing film worldwide of 2020, just behind Bad Boys for Life. So the, wow. the, uh, the audience... Was Bad Boys for Life the highest grossing film of the year? That's shocking. Well, yeah, because, dude, no one's been to the cinema for four months. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, so but bad, still... Bad, I, 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 at the time of recording, Bad Boys for Life is the highest grossing film, both domestically and worldwide. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. And it, it made like $200 million or something. It really wasn't that massive. Oh, as a, as a funny aside, there was there were some YouTubers. I, I can't remember their names or I, like all the names of this. So I completely escaped me. But the story itself is quite funny. 
they noticed that so they did like a YouTube video where they wanted to they noticed that like all the cinemas are closed all the fucking box offices are like returning zero for this week zero for that week zero for that week so they're like fuck it you know what? we're gonna make a movie with a zero dollar budget yeah okay and they're gonna try and show it in a couple of screens and they managed it and they got like the number one slot of like the box (laughs) because they were the number one because they were literally like oh yeah five people watched this movie I can tell you, I'm on Box Office Mojo right now. Uh, they last updated, uh, the last day they updated uh, their tracking for was the 30th of June. So oh, only, a, okay. uh, so Tuesday. Um, three, there were three releases um, and between the, the entire top 10 gross, $35,000. Um, yeah. what, what were the names? One was called The Wretched, one was called yeah. Becky, and one was called Followed. I don't know yeah, if any I, of those are yours. I wonder Here's a if, question. Who the hell's still releasing films? Yeah. Like, just maybe take it, unless it's for that reason, because they knew they'd get into the top slots. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. On that, though, Tenet yeah. has been moved again to, was it Dude, August 12th or something? The Tenet thing's just a fucking shit show. Like, just put a pin in it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like just just just, 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 wait. just yeah, just admit that we can't predict when things are going to go back to normal. Stop delaying it by a month every month, and then just wait. Yeah, you should also change the I name. I know of Big it Daddy Nolan wanted. really wants that people to see that film in the cinema, but it can wait. Yeah, you exactly. should change the name if, of it to the wanted so too for, as well. You should be honest. If, if he's if he's so desperate for people to watch in the cinema, exactly. Wait for cinemas to properly fucking reopen, and then say right from now in a month's time you will see this film and then go fucking ham on the advertising. Why not? Yep. Exactly. It's not going to change anything. Exactly. Anyway, uh, so to the other game that has gone back to the drawing board, but this time in a much bigger way, is Amazon's Crucible free-to-play team-based shooter. It's been withdrawn from general release. Uh, I mean, it's only been out for about a month, a little over a month. Yeah. And I, I guess I guess no one played it. No one cares. I, I, I don't know. I... I'm feeling as well that it hasn't really been advertised that well because I only know it because I look at like gaming news sites and all that stuff. I don't think I've seen actual trailers for this fucking game. Um, yeah. But anyway, it's it's part of Amazon's first foray into video games. They've got they had this. They've got uh, the New World, which is an MMO, which they are still working on, which uh, looks interesting. Um, but yeah, this game was released in Steam back in May, but concurrent player numbers steadily fell to peaks of less than 200 players a day. This that is, is like, shocking. Yeah, this is like fucking Lawbreakers situation. Yeah. And we um, all know what happened with Lawbreakers. Well, and also Lawbreakers cost money. This doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, Amazon and developer Rentless initially tried to retire three of Crucible mode, Crucible's modes, focusing on just one. So yeah, so it launched with four modes and they said, no, 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 it's not working out. Let's just have one mode that people can focus on and we'll just like make that mode the best mode it can be. And it didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know why that was? Is because they would they had like five people playing this mode, three people playing that mode, and oh, like, we've got to totally, bring all these people together. Totally, yeah. <laughs> Let's just yeah. get rid of all but one. So, it, the, so it's going back to to beta. They're they're going back to the drawing board. Uh, I think there's still a, a little bit of a grace period that if people wanted to download it, they still can, and then they'll still be able to play it while it's in beta. Uh, but it's going into beta, and then I think it's going to go into early access, if I if I recall correctly. But yeah, it's just... I, How did they not just keep it in early access? This seems mad that it even launched. Like, 
they must have seen, if it was in early access at all before it launched, they must have known that it was not doing very well. Like, yeah. it, and they weren't I, I, pushing it. It wasn't getting the PR. Like, that seems mad to actually have even released it. I just feel bad. I, I feel bad. Like, Amazon has obviously put a lot of money in this, and, and it's literally like, no one cares. Yeah. And, like, uh, and, and fair enough. You know, it's like, if, if, if no one cares, there's a reason for it because it's not, you're not getting the idea of what people want with, from a game. Right? Yeah. Right. But it, it, it is kind of. It's like, I, it's I like the it's room for games. It's like the room for games. <laughs> like you can't just throw millions of like dollars at something and then assume and think, well, this is how everyone else does it. And then you get a good thing out of it. You end up with a shit show that no, yeah, one, yeah. no one likes. So, but now it's going to become a cult classic because everyone keeps talking about the fact that it's been. Oh, yeah. Cult, cult classic for those 200 players, Jonesy. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, when it releases again, everyone will want to play it to be like, how, what is this game? Right. I need to play can, it. Can I be honest with you? You need to have a game that people want to play, that has an interesting hook that gets people interested, and you need to advertise it. I have not seen this game advertised, personally. I mean, fuck, I don't know about I, you guys. I have seen 30,000 adverts for Raid Shadow Legends, and I've never seen an advert for Crucible. So, right? You know what? Right. None of us have ever played Raid Shadow Legends. I guess, so <laughs> That's true. There's a middle ground there true. that you need to find. <laughs> That's uh, true. By the way, we are looking for sponsors. So, uh, hey, <laughs> Raid uh, Shadow Legends, come on in. But uh, Raid Shadow yeah. Legends wouldn't be so bad if the ad reads they make people do weren't getting so annoying. Because, like, now we're seeing people I like do these, like, Really long, heavily scripted segments, and it's like, yeah, they're awful. Why yeah. can't why, why? When did we get away from the whole thing of just being like, hey, everyone download Raid Shadow Legends? Why did when did they write this like pre packaged script where everyone has to go? It's got 3,000 characters, and my favorite <laughs> is Long John Silver because he could do this ability. Now, watch <laughs> me spend the next 30 seconds using him and having a good time. It's like, yeah, okay, all right, thanks, thanks, John Tron. Calm down. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, people are going to make that money. We, I'm never going to. I don't think. Hey, listen. If Raid Shadow Legends came to us with a big fat check, guess what we're doing yeah. in the next podcast? Going to make that money. Going to make that money. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I shouldn't make. I don't want it to sound like I'm criticizing anyone for taking. Yeah, the deal. you shouldn't. You, you shouldn't hustle shame, Jamie. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to hustle shame. I'm. It's more. I'm angry. I wish that Raid weren't so insistent on having these long, wordy scripts that accommodate everything. I wish well, they would done. let people did, did advertise we... in their own words. Didn't we do a Raid Shadow Legends for All Time Gaming? Yeah, on for Facebook. For Facebook. Yeah, it was um, it was a it was a sketch, a sketch, a sketch, a skit, sketch, 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 sketch. Yeah. Um. Not what. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Again, securing the bag for someone else in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Not for us. Yeah. Like fucking as we were flailing with our last breaths. Yeah, it's like, hey guys, uh, do this Raid Shadow Legends video. By the way, uh, you're going to be made redundant. So, <laughs> bye bye. Exactly. Yeah. See you later. Well, anyway, that's a fucking hell a one hour fifty podcast. So we just can't get God away sake. from it, boys. People I think are next getting week, their money's worth. I think next week I'm going to have just one fucking news item, and that's it. And you guys must just fucking just lap it up, all right? Because I want next week to be a one hour podcast. <laughs> Please Why you're God. giving you're giving people less of what they want? The two-hour podcast family is growing every week, Chris. You can't deny the movement. <laughs> people... You know what we should do is just split oh. this down the middle, and then we've got two one-hour podcasts. Part no. one and part two. Yeah, no. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Right. And we can have like previously on the Super Show podcast <laughs> episode twenty-eight, and it's just Jamie going mental. I can't believe you said this. <laughs> <laughs> and then people want to go back and watch it. That'd be so good. 
All right. We're not, well, with we're, that, not, um, we're not using my temper to advertise things. I'm not, I'm not down for that. I'm not down. Okay. We've been doing it for like five years. Okay. What about what about uh, code word for the end of this uh, video is uh, Jamie's temper tantrums? No, Jamie's it makes me feel so self conscious. Uh, oh, okay. What about? Tracy's got it. I can. I can. I can literally oh. hear the cogs turning. It's well, no, I don't have it. But like, what about like I don't know, Raid Shadow Legends? It's got three thousand characters or something like that. Oh. <laughs> Tell us your favorite. No, the, the, com- the comments, no. the comments would just be an advert for Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, but that's the thing. We wouldn't be paid for it, so let's not do that. That's true. That's very true. All right, let's just call it the temper trap. All right, the temper trap. I like it. Pithy. It's nice. The temper trap. I'm, I it's can't re- wait for the day where I end one of these podcasts and don't feel full of regret. <laughs> I will say as well, I had, a, I had a quick look whilst we were chatting. Um, there are like loads of haikus on the last video that we've, we've missed out. So maybe we should do a little, um, Shit, not man. now, but we should put together a, haiku a few corner. haikus. Now I feel haiku doubly corner. bad. I feel, I feel like I called people out for not writing haikus and they fucking did. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you <laughs> no, what. No, there we, were not loads. There was, there was a few. We could you do know haiku what? We, We're close to two hours anyway. We're not going to be able to record anything else after this. So you might as well hit us up with a couple of haikus. Go on, okay. Oh, okay. So this is from uh, Benjamin Pressy. He says, "We all miss you, Chris. Please come back to the show soon. You're the best by far." There's a haiku for you. I'll take that. Why? Why didn't I fucking put that as the? Uh... Um. Then uh, what about um, this one from Profound Chair? Come back, Chris. We need that sweet, sweet South African pronunciation. Yeah, but hold on. That's not, That's a, not haiku, a haiku, though, is it? It isn't. It. Come back, Chris. We need that sweet, sweet South African pronunciation. But is that I think come, it is a haiku. Come back, Chris. Three syllables. Come back, wrong, Chris. Wrong or wrong come, already. Come back, we Chris. Need we that need sweet, that sweet. Five syllables. Maybe that's wrong not. Already. Maybe that's not South haiku. African <laughs> pronoun. I thought it was. That's the most. That's so wow. not a haiku. So Josie oh, doesn't not. know how to do haikus. That's cool. Here, okay, let me give you it's, another it's, one. It's five seven I five. That, is it five seven five? Is that what it is? Okay, yeah. here's another one. I miss Chris and ATG. His accent is great. Let's fight him in PvP. Also not a haiku. He's got it wrong. They're they're getting close. Calm down. But that one rhymed though, didn't it? It did rhyme a bit. Also, okay. like, how do you do syllables when you've got acronyms in there? Like, how many syllables? Is ATG three syllables? Eight, I'd say it's three yeah, syllables. It's three syllables. Then, yeah, then this, that's the, again the worst haiku of all time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. You know, I'm not going to belittle the people that take the time to try and attempt a haiku, and I will say thank you for each and every failed haiku <laughs> that you send. They they were great. If, and okay. if they weren't haikus, it's Your just as good. Your haikus are bad. You need to work on them now. I've got one more. Get practicing, guys. Fair. Fair. Your haikus are bad. You need to work on them now. Get practicing, guys. That's a fucking got, haiku. I've got one I more think, possibly think. not haiku. Up. <laughs> okay, go for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, people comment if, if Jamie fucked up that haiku. I probably did. And this, this is from ASB64. He says, Chris is here in spirit. Did he die? Jonesy's wet feet. <laughs> no, that's, uh, again, here. that's not. I th- do you know what? Chris I think people have got the spirit. spirit. No. Chris is here in spirit. Six. Wrong. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's the middle? I, what's the know, next part? Uh, did he die? Did Three. he die? Wrong. Next, next part. Jonesy's wet feet. Jonesy's wet feet. Wrong. Yeah, but you know what? Do you know I what? Mean, no, no, that, that's an, that's a, that's how they do haikus in Abu Dhabi. So, oh, Abu Dhabi. The, Dubai, okay. Dubai, Dubai, Dubai. I'm not. I'm the, not um, trying to shame people for the effort, but <laughs> you are. They, you the, totally are. No, no, no. It's, the efforts you'll get ten out of ten across the board. It's the execution that gets. 
I'm hearing a lot of three out of ten, sort of four out of tens. Wow. They have put the effort in to do the haikus, and the the thought was there. So you know, we appreciate yeah. you. Well, I've had know, a shock. Ja- podcast, Jamie might I? not appreciate I've had, you, I've but surely sh- Jonesy and myself appreciate this you. This might so. be the worst podcast of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm sweating now. I'm I'm sweating. Oh, sweaty Jamie. Maybe that's the yeah. code word. Sweaty Maybe. Jamie's temper trap. I think this might be a haiku. <laughs> Go on. What did you say? It was five seven five. I think it's five yeah. seven five. I've probably got it fucking wrong, though. Me. Uh, that's me, just me, what. Me that's just one. what I. That's just what I need now. Is for this whole time I've just got the definition of a haiku wrong, and I've been just slandering people left, right, and centre. I, I must admit, I don't know how many syllables it's supposed to be, but Kerry Baldino said, "No, I need more. No, I need more. Can no, use less feet I on screen, more. though." Could Can use you, less feet on screen though. Could use less feet on screen though. More Chris, less feet. More Chris, less feet. That's four seven four. I think that would give him a pass. Okay, so I've, I've got close. I've got rules applying to writing haiku. There are no more than seventeen syllables total. Haiku no, is composed. No more. Of, no more. No more. So you can't have less. You just can't have any more. Yeah. Haiku is composed okay. of only three lines, and it yeah. says typically. Every first line of haiku is five syllables. The second line has seven and the third has fives. So by adding in typically, I would imagine uh, that there may be... Yeah. Uh, I, think that, I think that last one, Jonesy... Was that from Kerry Baldino? Did you say that last one, Jonesy? Yes, that was. That, yeah. for, that for me, that one and Crail's ones are like the closest to being what I thought a haiku was. Okay, so this is an interesting thing. Many people have been taught in schools that haiku is a five, seven, five syllable form of poetry. In Japan, however, they don't actually count syllables at all, but rather sounds. And it's a sort of urban myth that haiku should be five, seven, five syllables in English, despite how, how widespread that belief is. I thought a sound was a syllable. Uh-huh. Well, no, Weird. I don't know. Syllables are a little bit more because it's um, pauses in words, right? Yeah, like my name, Alex, would be Alex. Two syllables, two sounds. Alex. Alex. Chris. Car- Car- Carissa. That's maybe that's what they mean. Carissa, because I feel like that's how sometimes like uh, some. No, no, because Carissa explains it. When Josie says that Japanese, it's broken down in sounds. I can hear, I can hear them going like Carissa. Okay, hold on. Because that's sometimes how those words become like translated, almost like how Metal Gear Solid becomes Metal Gear Solido. Yeah. How about this one? A fixed form five three five syllable. Or five three five word haiku is sometimes known as a leun. 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 L U N E Loon. L U N E. But there you go, that was hi- that was haiku corner for your uh, haikus for Chris. So thank you very much for all those submissions. Let's uh Jonesy, come on, let's give a <laughs> let's, let's have let's have a, a theme song for haiku corner. Like, <laughs> just a little jingle, uh... come on. <laughs> Uh, oh God, I'm no good with jingles. Why do you always throw them at me? I've got no idea. I can't. I'll have to. I'll write one for next okay, week. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait for, for in the next uh, episode. Uh, okay, we'll so a, we'll do a haiku corner jingle, and we'll have some more haikus. So if you want to drop any more haikus for this week, maybe something that brings together. I will write a haiku for haiku corner next week about this episode, Ooh. and then we can. Uh, and if anyone else has got any, drop them in the comments, and I'll do a little haiku corner at the very end. Nice. If we can be bothered, I like it. So. And uh, yeah, your code word is the temper trap. And uh, thank you very much for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, listening, if you're listening on a podcast platform of your choice, if you are watching or listening on either, why not try 
the opposite version. So if you're listening on a podcast, why not why not check out the YouTube and Ooh. you know drop us a subscribe, uh, maybe like the video, maybe leave a comment because all of that good stuff helps. I mean, doesn't hurt you, right? So you might as well. And with that, I will say thank you very much, and we will all see you next week. Bye. See ya. <laughs>